Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. sitting on a heating pad but the temperature feels okay too yeah in here heater's not even on hell yeah and we didn't even preheat the cave this time Hmm. so it's not too bad yeah hopefully it'll be consistently warm soon and then we can complain about how it's too hot in here yeah can't (laughs) Can't wait wait. (laughs) just out here with no pants on (laughs) i make that joke all the time but one of these days i'm gonna do it i mean fuck it who cares i'm always out here with three pants on (laughs) (laughs) that's true um yeah What's, uh, what else is new? I had a Jehovah's Witness call me the other day on my phone. Oh, on your phone? Yeah. What? Which was weird. But I feel like they don't get their Boy Scout points for that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Jehovah's Witnesses, like the witnesses themselves, the people who, you know. Yeah, the witness eye. Witness. Yeah. Evangelist eye. They're allowed to be anybody. Mormons, it's only like young men. Oh. That go out and do the... Yeah, the door-to-door shit. Yeah, what do they call that? It's witnessing when you're a Jehovah's Witness, but I don't know what yeah. they call it when you're something well, else. Well, and it's not evangelized because that's like a Baptist, Southern right. Baptist thing. Yeah. Evangelical. Right. But I the, don't know. that same, you know, trying to bring people yeah. to God. Harass. Harass. <laughs> um, so it was this old lady named Violet, Aww. and she was very sweet. Yeah. And she was just like, hello. <laughs> i just answered it because i was like driving yeah and i was like whatever thomas was asleep so i was like and it was like a local number yeah um so i just answered it and she was like i'm not a telemarketer and i was like all right <laughs> she was like i just wondered if you wanted an encouraging word from the bible today and i was like <laughs> fuck it <laughs> yeah lay it on me <laughs> i said sure did well, not say fuck it to this whole lady <laughs> that would have been funny though <laughs> fuck it yeah fuck it violet what do you got <laughs> lay it on me grandma hit me with your best shot <laughs> hit me with your best psalm um but so she you know she was just like well you know nobody wants war and so she read i don't even remember which one it was yeah but something about war <laughs> like what is not, it good for not having it <laughs> and and then about the the armies will come together i don't know I've I've never once read the Bible. That sounds homoerotic. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Violet. And then she was like, "Do you want to go to our website? It's jw.org." And I was like, "Oh, oh, oh I know what. You, oh, I okay. I see where you where yeah. you're coming from." And I said, "Well, um, you know, I'm driving right now." And she was like, "Oh no, I wish you had told me that. I don't like to bother people while they're driving." Well, I'm gonna go. You have a safe day. And Aww. I was like, "Have a great day." And that was it. So. It was oh, very cute. No. I thought about hanging up on her at, you know, for, but she, I was like, it's, this is a little old lady. Yeah, she's just doing her best. She's just, she's just trying. Need to be safe. I wonder saved. how she got your number. I don't know. Did somebody put your number in on jw.org? <laughs> is it org? So you yeah. said, yeah. Help this bitch. 
<laughs> this bitch needs Jesus. <laughs> Who knows? I, I don't know. Yeah. What the. That's funny. It's easier to do that than walk door to door, I guess. Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, more likely to. I don't know. Is someone more likely to answer their door or answer the phone? That's a good question. Because for me, it's neither one. Yeah, I'm not going to. It's very rare that I answer a number that I don't know. And most of the ones that I don't know come in as scam likely, so I just skip yeah. them. But for that one, I don't know. For some reason, I was like, yeah, well, it's oh. uh Maybe it was God. It was. <laughs> God just was being like, like, hey. Hey. Talk today's, to this little lady. Today's the day. I said, all right. You, this is your one shot, God. <laughs> if this does not convince me, do not come at me again. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but it was nice. It was a lovely exchange. I hope yeah. she has a great day. That's cute. Yeah. Which is interesting. Is the the only other time I've ever been approached by Jehovah's Witnesses. It was it was like three little old ladies. Oh. And I was living with a former Jehovah's Witness at the time. Oh, and true. so I was like, actually my roommate's a Jehovah's Witness and they were like, <laughs> Great, you're in the best of hands and they just left me alone. <laughs> so I um grew up close to a temple, mm-hmm. Jehovah Witness Hall. That's what they're called. To a hall, which is weird. It just makes me think that the building is just a hallway. But <laughs> um, they were like behind my house. They got built. They built it like I don't know when I was in middle school or high school or something. But I just remember them coming over to the house while they were building it to talk to my parents, mm-hmm. and my mom was like, "Absolutely not," <laughs> and they never bothered us again. Yeah. Well, you know, I think, I don't think there's anything wrong with being like, here's a thought. Yeah. And then when the other person's like, no, thank you, you go, all right, have a good one. Yeah. Right. Like, I'm here. Yeah. If you want to talk about it, if you don't want to, then I'll go. Yeah. Yeah. That seems fine. Don't be obnoxious about it. Yeah. Whatever. I do remember when I was younger and angrier, I lived in an apartment here in town and somebody came to the door to talk to me about church Mm -hmm. it wasn't even i don't even think it was a jehovah's witness i think it was somebody just being like do you want to come to my normal ass church Mm -hmm. and i was like leave me the fuck alone (laughs) i don't know why i was so mad that day but i was uh, angry Angry. i was angry when i was younger yeah my friends were like why did you yell at them and i was like i just don't want them to come back (laughs) like well they're not gonna right now i would just be like you know they do this to like ostracize you you." Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. from the rest of society i know when i learned that i was like man <laughs> i know it makes me feel bad now that's insidious and frustrating to be like yeah go out there in the world and see how mean those people are and right. it's like you're bothering them in their homes yeah i do remember one time my ex-girlfriend and i were out somewhere it was like summer um and two boys on bikes wearing ties came up to us and mm-hmm. she was like i'm gonna stop you there Mm-hmm. before they really said anything and mm-hmm. she was like but do you want some bottled water because yeah. she had some in her car yeah. <laughs> and then she was like okay have a good day yeah but she was nice to them yeah yeah it's the way to be but as all you know it's also i think you don't want to be mean no but it's perfectly reasonable to be like don't bother me in my home yeah and then it just really sucks to have like the group being like see you see how unkind people yeah are out yeah there. and it's like well it's it's reasonable that they are so. see nobody understands us yeah it's like have you seen that meme though that's like <laughs> millennials never answer their door it's like, yeah yeah i understand why the 70s had so many serial killers <laughs> y'all just letting people in your house all the time just answering the door and getting picking up hitchhikers right like, stop letting that salesmen into your house what are you doing and everybody has lead in their blood stop it <laughs> 
dangerous. <laughs> anyway. It's true. It's a dangerous time. What's up? I'm Bucket Snake. I'm Meat Wedge. This is a podcast not about witnessing no. to your friends and neighbors. Mm-mm. No, it is about children's movies from the 1990s and before. We are going to talk about a kid's movie that we haven't seen since we were kids. We're going to try and remember what it's about, and then we are going to go watch it, and then we are going to come back and talk about it, and we will give you some trivia and interesting info, and you will impress everyone you know, but do not go knock on their door to tell them about mm-hmm. it. No. Just if they're, like, captive in a car with you uh, or your <laughs> Maybe coworkers don't, don't and they can't captive. leave. <laughs> captive seems <laughs> threatening. <laughs> tied up a- in your trunk. Aggressive. <laughs> Sorry, officer. No, I meant them no harm. I just, I needed to get this off my chest. Did you know that Jeffrey Kensenberg stole the idea for ants? Chris Farley was almost in every movie. No, I've, you know, not captive. Anyway, that's what we're doing here. That's what we're doing here. And it's also the last week of March sadness. Uh... And we haven't died yet not yet but there's still time yeah come close to expiring for yep. sure yep 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 but i'm yeah. doing okay i uh i have a question for you yeah what are some of you don't have to pick just one your favorite you know i was gonna say flowers but let's just go with plants oh plants tell me about plants that you love um i love apothos because they're easy to keep alive and they love to just like climb around everywhere yeah and they're super happy. <laughs> yeah, actually, I was it's just an empty pot and a trail of dirt. And you're like, where's my pot? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I was um cleaning out my snake's enclosure today, just fixing some stuff because he loves to knock shit down. Um. Also, by the way, my snake's name is Bucket. In case mm-hmm. you were curious, mm-hmm. audience. Um. But yeah, there's a pothos in there, and it I had like trailed into some of the substrate like it's leaves and grown new roots and i was like hello (laughs) get back in your pot not your space (laughs) there's a snake that lives here it is now (laughs) but i think that's cool uh sunflowers are my most favorite flower yeah because they're so happy yeah um i have a monstera that i think looks really cool i love zz plants those are fun and easy to keep alive yeah yeah I just like plants. They're yeah. just fun. House plants are cool. Yeah. I have a what are those called? We both have one. The raindrop rain raindrop plant. I forget. You know what I'm talking about? No, which one? They're like heart shaped leaves almost, like the big thick oh, yeah, green yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what that's called. The a pepperoni plant? Maybe. There's one that's like pe- <laughs> It's Peperomia. Peperomia, yeah. Yeah. I just call it the pepperoni plant. Yeah, that's what I always think. Or There's peppermint. A pothos I think it's pothos and a pepperoni plant in my snake's enclosure which i tried very hard to kill <laughs> oh recently. did you yeah i just i um forgot to water them oh bit, yeah and but i pulled them both out they were both like just looking sad and wilty as hell Aww. and i pulled them both out and i just like kept like i watered them a bunch and put them on a plate so that they could like yeah drink it up from the bottom and they both look great now they're Good. just like yeah healthy as ever you never would have guessed so. i know i forget to water the plants in buckets enclosure sometimes because he has a fogger you yeah. know so i'm like it's moist in yeah. there but they need actual <laughs> water <are> like <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. my leaves are damp right, but like, my roots please you go stand in the shower and see if that's enough for your body <laughs> 
So yeah, I've been trying to water those more, and I just repotted all of my plants. So hopefully they will. Yeah, thrive. I love doing that. Yeah, it's so nice to have your hands in dirt. It really is. What's your favorite plant? Um, I love like really big lilies. Ooh, yeah, stargazers and tigers and daylilies and stuff like that. Uh, it's a bummer because they are incredibly toxic to cats, so I can't have them in my house. Yeah, I bought a peace lily at the salon. Yeah. So that I could have one. Yeah. Yeah, raindrop plant. I had to Google it. Oh, nice. He likes to, my cat likes, especially likes to chew on plants. So um, I love lots of flowers. I like roses. I I really love Celosia. Celosii? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, this one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I one of those. It is not doing well. Mine hopefully... is super happy. Well, it's like really tall. <laughs> Turns out they need water all the time. I had to move it because it was getting so tall. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, you um, love a Celosia? Sol- yeah, they're, uh, they just, they look like they should be at the bottom of the ocean mm. rather than a living plant, but mm. they're like kind of cone shaped and they're brushy looking oh. flowers and yeah. they come in like red and orange and yellow and oh. like hot pink. True. And I like them a lot. Yeah. Just because they look so alien. Yeah. And, like not like any flower that maybe they are alien maybe so maybe they're just like here to spy on us yeah yeah i love big leafy greens Mm -hmm. and then flowers that smell good yeah yeah hell yeah yeah tight well that's the whole podcast bye that's it (laughs) no are you asking why are you asking about plants well (laughs) i was trying to make a joke out of like repot and re oh. plant, but then it took too long <laughs> because it is still March sadness, unfortunately. And now we're up into the nineties, so we're getting a little more recent. And we're gonna talk about the Secret Garden. Nice, I think. <laughs> Which I remember watching the movie as a child, and also I went and saw a play version Ooh. of it. Yeah, and my mom said that I was just. I just lost it at the end. It was just like crying so much. Aww. And like a lady who like worked there was like, is she okay? <laughs> <laughs> like she knows it's a happy ending, right? Aww. And I was like, yeah, but it's over. Aww. And that was why I was crying. That's cute. So that's me at the end of True Romance. I cry every time, even though it's a happy ending. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's I'm looking forward to this one because I do know that it ends happily. I good. think it's rough along the way, but I yeah. think it's a good way to round out the month of being like, a happy note. We can yeah. leave. And, oh, man, flowers coming into spring. Yes. This is a good this is a good way to end March. My random tulips are growing in my backyard. I don't know where they came from. And they they don't look planted. Yeah. They're in just random ass places. Daffodils in my front yard that I'm like, I mean, they're at least in a bed. Maybe the these are daffodils. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Anyway. But yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I love them. I love flowers. Yeah. Um, I know that I've seen Secret Garden more than once as a kid, but it's been so long. I can't remember much. I know it's the same author as A Little Princess, mm-hmm. which I just loved so much mm-hmm. when we watched it last year. And I remember a garden and a lot of greenery and mm-hmm. it's set like back in older times. Mm-hmm. I think it's right around the same time as A Little Princess too. Yeah, like World War which I. Which I think was like... <laughs> modern for her i think she was like this yeah. just happened so <laughs> um, i think that's why they're all set at the same time yeah um, and there's a there's two kids and one is in a wheelchair there are three three okay yeah is one in a wheelchair yeah okay that's all i remember yeah um 
That's basically what I got. There's a little girl. It's like a house, right? Or a, bi- a really big house? Maybe? Yeah, it's a and big there's house. A big garden out back. Yeah, that's like in a wall. Like yeah. she's like sneak. There's a big door. Yeah. Because she she comes to live at this house because I'm pretty sure her parents are dead. Mm. She also grew up in India. Classic. <laughs> and because there's a scene where their house catches on fire. Oh. And she's under the bed. Oh. Yeah. And there or there's an earthquake. <laughs> Might be both. It might oh. be that the earthquake like knocks candles over and stuff and their house catches fire. Oh. But it's just it's very scary. Yeah. Because she's hiding under the bed and everything's like kind of I just remember a lot of like tassels like moving around. Oh. So I think that there's an earthquake and then I think Or their home was attacked by a burlesque troop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who tassels lit everything on fire. Everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a lamp those are titties <laughs> um yeah so i think they're something like that uh but yeah her parents die and so she comes to live at this house there's also a scene it might just be in dreams that she has but her mom is like come on come with me come on and her mom keeps getting farther and farther away from her Aww. and she's like no don't leave me and then she eventually is just standing there crying Aww. which i think is that's your that's the thing that gets you every time. I think it's why. I think this is the oh, root of all those problems. Yeah. <laughs> Since I yeah, saw we... this as a child and I was like, why is her mom doing that? We found the beginning of it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And then so she goes to live at this house and she's like not happy there. And she finds a big ass key and she goes and unlocks this garden, but everything is dead in Aww. it. And then she meets this little boy who's in like a little cabbie hat. Mm. I think he like works there. Yeah. Um, or his parents work there or something and he's the one who's like no it's not dead it's just asleep and he like cuts like a branch off of a tree and it's green on the inside he's like see it just needs like some attention and all this stuff will come back to life and yeah there's another little boy in a wheelchair who's like very um they're like your constitution jeffrey you can't go outside it'll kill you you know and so they're very much like you have to stay in this bed you have to you know being outside will kill you yeah and they start sneaking him outside and he starts getting better and they get yelled at at some point for mm. doing that. There might also be a blind guy. Oh. <laughs> no. It's it's at the end because there's like a, a like a cranky old man and it might be that kid's dad. Oh. But they it's that they blindfold the kid in the wheelchair uh. and they like somehow have them come together and they like yeah. hug when which they like hadn't done before because he's oh. like so cranky and upset or whatever. So there's a very much like the old the old dude is like I'm happy now, you know. Like, yeah. So there's just a lot of because they've got the golden ticket. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> of, he's not that old. He's like, just, he's just like a dad, somebody's dad. But um, cranky there's dad. There's a lot of nice feelings at the end. Oh, good. And Maggie Smith is in it. Oh, yay! Yeah. Oh, that's all I remember. Cute. Yeah. I mean, all I got was like <laughs> garden wheelchair children. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So good yeah. job, memory. Thanks. See if um, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> None of that is right, actually. It's, it's set in downtown Hong Kong. Like. <laughs> there's a, there's not even a garden, actually. Um, it's yeah. the name of a restaurant. <laughs> I, I, uh, I, honestly, I don't even really remember what is so sad about it. Yeah. I just remember it making me cry. Well, her parents dying. Yeah. It's pretty upsetting. Yeah. So, but... I bet it's... I have a feeling it is in the same vein. I bet they're all in a home, like, being cared for. Yeah. Like a care home. Yeah. 
Yeah, and that kid is probably not actually sick, and somebody is like making him sick. Yeah. Ooh. Or something. I think it's. Just I feel kind like of... this author is just like bad care homes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe, but I I think it's just the uh, the mistake of like truly what he needs is fresh air and to run around. Yeah. But they're worried that he's so frail that it will be worse for him. Mm. But it makes him better. Yeah. It's like when they used to send ladies to the sea. Yeah. To go live by the sea to get better. And everybody was like, wow, it's incredible that it's like, well, yeah, she stopped worrying about her house and she took in some deep breaths and people were focusing on her for a minute. Yeah. So, of course, she got better. Yeah. But anyway, I got to go by the sea. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So that's about it. I'm very excited to go watch it. Cool. Well, then I guess we should. Let's do it. Okay. All right. We'll see you guys in a little bit. Bye. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Well, that was a fucking transformative movie. Yes, it was. There was so much growth. Yeah, I feel transformed. I yep. feel, I mean, there's there's so much growth in the movie. Like, even personally, like, I started out watching it and I was like, I don't know if I like this. But then yeah. I feel like you kind of have to have that starting point. Yeah. But Because by the time you get to the end, you're like, oh, I've grown to love everyone and I'm oh, having such a wonderful time. And yeah. It really is just so lovely. It is. It's a beautiful movie. It's very good. It's very comforting, too. It is. Like, I I was watching it, and there's a part where there's, like, stop motion of, like, plants growing. Yeah. And I was like, damn, next time I feel bad, maybe I'll just look up videos of plants growing. Just, yeah, like. Just lay on the couch and just watch videos of (laughs) flowers blooming. Like, um, where it's, like, sped up. Oh, yeah. Whatever they. Time lapse. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's just kind of nice to be like, oh, look at those roots go. And then like, look at the look at the blooms. Oh, yeah, all the blooms opening was like really cool. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah. Well, before we can get to that, we open on some sand. Yeah, it starts in the in India where it's hot and dry. Yeah, I wonder I didn't look into it, but I wonder if um, the lady who wrote both of these books, she must have spent some time in India. She had to have because 
That's just all she wrote about. I know. Frances Hodgson Burnett or whatever her name was. Yeah, she must have grown up in India because that's all her characters yep. do the same. She's just like, hmm, perhaps I will. She's fucking Stephen King's it. She's like, perhaps I will write another story about a little orphan girl who yeah. grows up in India and then has to move somewhere wet and sad. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's a great tale. Tale as old as time. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we open on some sand and then we see... While the credits are playing, there's a little girl who's being dressed by some Indian ladies in a very, like, just a white, blank, nondescript corner of a room. Yeah, there is no, there is a chair. Yeah. And that's it. It's a really cool shot, though. Yeah. Because it, ju- it does look, like, lonely yeah. and blank, which is, it is weird because I feel like Indian culture is so bright and colorful. Yeah, super ornate. Yeah. And the rest of her house is. It's just mm-hmm. this room. This it's corner. It's not. Yeah, yeah. This is the dressing corner. I guess so. <laughs> Don't get distracted by anything. But yeah, the the little girl whose name is Mary is narrating and she explains that she was born in India and she didn't like it, which I think is interesting to be like, this is all I've ever known and I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> Not, she doesn't have anything to compare it to. That's true. <laughs> She'd been there the whole time. That's true. Maybe everything else is bad. Well, I guess if she's looking back, She's yeah. like, so now I can see, I can say definitively mm-hmm. that it was bullshit. Yeah. Because I know better now. Because, yeah, she doesn't have any friends. Mm-mm. She's like, I, she says that. I didn't have any friends. We see her. She gets all of these layers on. She's got stockings and petticoats and, yeah, you know, like all these dresses. And then she goes out to sit in the sand. Yeah. And she falls down a hill. Yeah. And she comes in dirty and she's like getting yelled at. Yeah. She's like, it's not my fault. Yeah. And her mom's just like, I don't even care. Don't even look at me. Yeah. She talks about how her parents didn't care about her. They never wanted her. All they wanted to do is go to parties and be important. And she wasn't allowed to go to the parties. I know, which is a bummer because we see like little kids there. Yeah. And so it's not like, oh, they're just for grownups. You know, there's like there are kids running around her age that she could yeah. have been playing with. And and also she's right there. She can see yeah. the party from she's her mom's from room. Her window. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> which is like, OK. I do think I mean, I know we just joked about like, oh, she only writes about little girls in India. But it is such like a stark contrast from Sarah's story growing mm. up where she's just like, wild and free and playing with the elephants and yeah. she has all these friends you know yeah. this is just like so awful mm. you know or she's just like i'm bored to tears miserable well, not tears because she no doesn't tears she can't cry no she's angry mm-hmm. but she says she doesn't know how to cry yeah I'm like come on mary you know how to cry don't you you just put your lips together <laughs> 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 and then we find out that francis ford coppola executive produced this movie yeah, good Which for him. Pretty fun. Yeah. So then we see Mary. She's yeah, she's angry. She's at the window. She's watching the party, and she sees all these like you know kids running around, and she starts throwing a bunch of her mom's stuff on the floor, including mm-hmm. this little ivory elephant, and its little trunk breaks off. And I was just like forcibly punched by the memory of this little yeah. ivory elephant with yeah. its. I was just like, oh yeah. There were a couple times in this movie where I was like, shit, I remember, <laughs> I remember. And this was, was definitely one of them. Still stored in there somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought it was strange, though, because she threw it on the ground and then she looked at it surprised that it had broken. Yeah. She was like, oh. I don't think she was paying attention to what she was doing. And then I she guess. was kind of like, shit. Well, and I think, too, she's like, oh, no, you know, the consequences. Yeah. <laughs> well, 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 if it isn't the consequences of my actions. Exactly. She's like, my mom actually cares about this one. This is not replaceable like the other things are. Yeah. But we don't get any of that. That's purely me speculating. Yeah. And, uh. She takes the little broken elephant and hides under the bed because she hears her parents' voices and they're coming and she doesn't want to get in trouble. So she's hiding. And 
she says they only cared about themselves. Mm-hmm. If only I'd known that in a few moments I would lose them forever. I mean, if only you'd not, what? What would you do? Right. <laughs> Just poke your head out and be like, I love you. Do you? Yeah, you don't even know them. They're not good parents. That's okay. Yeah. I mean, it sucks, but you don't, You. don't. it's not on her to have done anything differently. Yeah. Yeah. Just wonder what she would have, if only, like, what? What would have changed? Right. Like, you're 10 years old. That's not your job. Right. Um, because, yeah, then everything starts uh, falling down. Yeah. Which this is, like... You remember to this part with the fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah the, there's an earthquake and everything catches on fire. It's and... like the tassels. She's under the bed and yeah. those start swinging first, which I was like, why are there tassels? And Because <laughs> yeah. it's India. Tassels on tassels on tassels. <laughs> That's all they got. <laughs> and then, yeah, everything starts falling over and then catching fire. And then, like, the legs of the bed, it seems like they kind of, like, fall out mm-hmm. and the bed, like... But all these beds are eight feet high, so she's still... There's a whole, like... Yeah, she's a whole house under there. Safe under there, yeah. Um, I do remember this scene being longer mm. and more upsetting. Yeah. But I think both of the scenes that I talked about at the top that were very upsetting to me as a child, they're like 15 seconds yeah, long. Yeah, it's in really this movie. short. Yeah. Super brief. And this was one of them mm-hmm. where I was just like, yeah, I just remember her like being really upset and everything being on fire and like shaking. And her, I thought she was like calling out to her parents, but she doesn't. She's mm-hmm. just kind of like, well, yeah, she just quietly like hides. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, it's six months later. Yep. And now we're on a big ship. Mm-hmm. That's arriving in Liverpool. Liverpool. <laughs> a bunch of kids are getting off the boat. There's like a sign or something that's like, all the orphans from India are here. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Welcome orphans. God. <laughs> it's a very strange scene. It is. Yeah. All the kids are making fun of Mary. They're singing like the... Mary Mary, quite contrary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're talking about her like, I hear she didn't even cry when her parents died. Right, I know. I was like, that's so rude. Yeah. But yeah, all the kids' names are being called out by some man, and then people come and collect them. Yeah. Mary's name gets called out, but there's nobody there, and everybody laughs at her. I know. And then the guy is like, just go wait in the corner. Yeah. And then she's just sitting Stand aside. there forever yeah. until the whole place is empty. I know. She's a very serious child in a big black hat. Mm-hmm. And she's just sitting there by herself. And I'm like, what was he going to do with her if no one ever showed up? I mean, probably just turn her loose on the streets of London to sell roses to other little orphan girls from India. Oh, it's the Rose's origin story from, yeah, Little Princess. Got it. Yeah, no, that's not what happens. No, some clacky high heels are coming to get her. It's a very serious lady in a great big black hat. So they're going to get along great, I imagine. They're not. No, but it is Maggie Smith. It is Maggie Smith. And she's a huge bitch in this movie. Yep. But that's okay. She's so good at it. Yeah. She explains to the child auctioneer. (laughs) I don't know what his official title is. but Yeah. You know, basically, that her name is Mrs. Medlock and she lives at Misselthwaite Manor. She works for Lord Archibald Craven, mm-hmm. who is Mary's uncle. And so yeah. she's come to collect her and she's going to take her home. And then they kind of just stand there and talk shit about her for a minute. They talk about how ugly she is. Yeah. Like, wow, her mom was so pretty. You don't see any of that in this little face. Well, maybe she'll grow into it. I don't know. She's going to have to grow a whole fucking lot, says Mrs. Medlock. Yeah. She's like, she doesn't really have any redeeming qualities, which I thought was weird because later they talk about how much she looks like her yeah. mother yeah. and her aunt. Right. Like, and everybody loved just... her weird yeah. yeah and it's also like it was so frustrating to me because in this time of like children should be seen and not heard yeah and no one has addressed mary really no. you know she first walks up and she's like mary lennox and then she asks the guy is this mary lennox but then they don't 
address her again. No. And then she's like, wow, what a queer little quiet child. And it's just like, you haven't asked her anything. You didn't give her a chance to speak. talk to her, you know? Yeah. like Also, her parents just died. Our parents just died. <sighs> anyway, off they go into the carriage. And Mrs. Medlock explains to her, you know, oh, your mother's twin sister, your aunt, died. Oh, nobody told you that? And she's just like, my mom didn't have time to tell me anything. She didn't tell yeah. me stories. She didn't tell me about our family. Like, Nope. Absolutely nothing. She's just like, you know, existence is pain. <laughs> I don't care about anything. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. And she goes on to say, well, your uncle's back has a hump in it and he doesn't care about you and he's not going to pay any attention to you. Mm-hmm. So. But Mary's just like, I don't give a shit. I yeah. don't know who you are. I don't know who he is. I don't have anybody. I don't need nobody. And she's just... <laughs> Mrs. Medlock is just like eating a turkey leg yeah. this whole time. <laughs> and then they see the castle? Yeah, the Mansion? manor. Manor in the distance. And she's like, oh, finally. And she has like a half peeled hard boiled <laughs> egg in her hand. And I'm like, what are you? I had really hoped that she had just been eating the whole time. <laughs> that would have been really Every funny. time we see her, she's just got like a snack. But no, just this carriage ride for some reason. She's a handful just like... of cake. Yeah. <laughs> in really serious moments. <laughs> But no, they pull up. It does look just like dark, desolate, dead, empty. It's huge. Yeah. Cold. Yep. Lifeless. Mm-hmm. And we see a, a little boy in a cabbie hat on a horse watching them approach. Yeah. I had such a crush on him from this movie. I could see why. As a child. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, uh, he's a kid. Right. So. I don't have a crush on him now. Right. But <laughs> his character is such a nice character. Yes. Like, I could understand yeah. Why a kid would be like, oh, I have a crush on this kid, not just because he's like a cute actor, but because the character that he plays is just like. Yeah, he's nice. Nice and comforting um, and warm and strong and smart. And exactly. Animals, animals follow all the animals. him around everywhere. Yeah. Just tight. Yeah. He's like kind of silly, but like, yeah. you know, he's not mean to her. Like, I don't know. He's just, he's a great kid. Yeah. So. Missile Slate. Missile Slate. Missile Slate. Manor. It's, uh yeah, like you said, it's terribly drab. Mm-hmm. Um, in his review, Roger Ebert called it a gloomy and forbidding pile. Yes. Which, 100%. It's not, mm-hmm. it's not like. That's how com- I try to dress. Ple- <laughs> <laughs> how would you describe your fashion sense? Uh, a gloomy and forbidding pile. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, It's not that like. People are obviously trying to take care of it, mm-hmm. but there is too much to take care of. Yes. Yeah. She says at one point that there are a hundred rooms in the house. Yeah. And it's like, this feels like a sword in the stone situation of like, who is filling up this castle? Right. Why are there so many dishes? Yeah. Well, it turns out <laughs> nobody. Yeah. And it also is like, was when Mary said like the whole place felt dead, it felt like there was a curse over it. Yeah. And so like not only is it big and drafty, which I mean it's just gonna be given yeah. like the size and the time period, but it's also everything is dark and there's no like there's no life or laughter in this house anywhere. Yeah. So it's just a huge bummer. Yep. Nobody's having fun. Nope. Except for Martha. <laughs> God, she's the best. I know. So yeah, she goes in and Mrs. Medlock is like, you should go to bed. We've been in this carriage all night, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. So then it's the next morning and Mrs. Medlock brings Mary her breakfast and Mary is like, um, I'm not dressed yet. Yeah. And she's like, well, you can eat breakfast and then get dressed. And she's like, who's going to dress me? Yeah. <laughs> Mrs. Medlock is like, you don't know how to get dressed? Yeah. 
And she's like, no, my no. servants did that for me. Yeah, I've never done it and I don't intend to start now. Yeah. And Mrs. Medlock is just like, well, then live in your nightgown. I don't give, I have so much to do. Yeah, I got shit to do. I don't care. And this is when she's like, there are over a hundred rooms in this house. Yeah. This is the only one that you're allowed in. Don't go wandering and poking about. You won't see your uncle today. He's not going to want to see you. Also, if I were a 10-year-old child and someone was like, don't go poking about, I would be like, immediately. I'm going poking. I would poke stuff right in front of her. <laughs> be like, like, like this? I'm going. I'm opening this? Even What's as a 34-year-old, if somebody was like, don't go looking around, I'd be like, what? <laughs> What's that? <laughs> I, sorry, I didn't hear you. I was too busy looking around. A <laughs> hundred rooms in this house. Yeah. Insane. So, Mary's kind of checking out her new room. Mm-hmm. Her breakfast looks boring. It's like surrounding. Yeah. yeah. Her surroundings are kind of boring. Like the outside, you know, they're just out on the moors. So it's just kind of like it's gloomy and foggy yeah. out there. And her room a is decorated cold. with a bunch of tapestries, which would be cool, except they're all so dark. Yeah. They're like all in like navies and like dark greens and they're hanging over the walls and like. Yeah, it just looks. Ugh. Yeah. And it, it does give Dusty. the room like a kind of oppressive feel. Yeah. Like everything is just kind of like, even though it's a huge room. Mm-hmm. Feels very, yeah, claustrophobic. Mm-hmm. Cloying, even. Yes. Quite so. <laughs> so, <laughs> Mary tries to put on some shoes, as she can't. She's never put on her own shoes. I know. I feel like at a certain point, you would, like, pick up on how to get how dressed. How to do it. Even well, if you haven't done it yourself. I guess. I mean, when we see her being dressed, she's just kind of got a thousand yard stare. And she's yeah. just, like, she's holding the bows where she needs to, but she's not there. You no, know, yeah. she's just not even. But yeah, I mean, like, a shoe's not that hard. But she <laughs> a shoe how hard gonna be <laughs> she can't do it so she gives up she just puts on some boots like, yeah big rubber boots she's so she just steps rubber boots into. and her nightgown she's like this is good enough and her hair has not been brushed and no. her face is a little dirty and yeah I, I was just like i love this kid look at her we know chaotic so she as she's doing this she hears like a wailing happening mm. in the house which i mean the fact that you can hear anything from one room to the next in this house is incredible but yeah it's super echoey though yeah so she hears it and she's like well time for some wandering and poking about i think yep gonna go poke around and she moves one of the tapestries on the walls and finds a small door behind it uh-huh. and sets off down a secret hallway yeah yeah so she goes wandering off she climbs up like a little secret staircase mm-hmm. and she opens a door and just is beset upon by pigeons in a room where vines are growing all over the place. Yeah. And I was like, damn, this is like a really low stakes Jumanji. <laughs> 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 and she she finds this room that looks exactly like her mother's room. Yeah. Like the tables match, all their stuff matches. It even has a little ivory elephant. Huh. Weird. Yeah, and she is poking about as she is not supposed to, and mm-hmm. finds in this like tiny little, it looks like a jewelry box, like a it looks like a tiny t- chest of drawers jewelry yeah. box. Um, she finds a huge iron key. Yeah, which she puts back because mm-hmm. she doesn't have any pockets. Well, and there's a hundred. <laughs> it's like I'm not gonna be, you know. Yeah, I'll find first. We find the lock. Yes. Then we worry about the key. She wanders off again. She hears more wailing. Some servant ladies are like hurriedly rushing about, and she is kind of like sneaking around trying to find the sound of the crying when she runs smack into mrs medlock mm-hmm. takes her back to her room yeah you'd need a map maybe yeah. like at the base of every staircase they have like a you are here yeah <laughs> like at the <laughs> like, mall yeah <laughs> the mall directory I, where's the auntie ann's <laughs> where's the kitchen in this place <laughs> i'm hungry so mary goes back to her room and she hides 
the, her aunt's elephant under her bed with her mom's elephant. Yes. Which she hides a lot of things in the baseboards of this mm-hmm. bed. What do you call that? Not the baseboard. Anyway, whatever you call that. The, the bed slats. frame. Yeah. And I'm just like, you can fit. <laughs> so many things. So much under this bed. It's yeah. as tall as she is. I know. There's one point she falls asleep under there. Yeah. Because there's just so much room. Yeah. And while she's doing that, a little girl who's a little bit older than she is comes in and brings her some lunch. So this is Martha. This is Martha, and I love her. She's the best character in the entire movie. Yeah. She's the little cabbie hat boy's older sister, mm-hmm. so they're just, like, the best pair. I yeah. just, she rules. They must have really fun parents. Yeah. Yeah. Well, their mom's dead. Right, but they did have yes. fun parents. Yeah. So Martha brings her her lunch, and she's like, oh, you didn't eat your porridge. And Mary is immediately rude to her. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, oh, are you my servant? Yeah, and she's like, well, no, I work for Mrs. Medlock. Yeah. And... But I'm going to be helping you out. Mm-hmm. And Mary's like, that makes you my servant. And she just puts her arms up in the air. Yep. She to be dressed. At her. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> the Martha just goes over and tickles her. Yeah. <laughs> and it makes Mary so mad. She just gets so angry. Martha's like, I thought all girls like to be tickled. Yeah. She's just like, don't fucking touch me. And then she goes in the closet and is like, do you want to wear black, black, or black? <laughs> and Mary's like, "Um, are you stupid? They're yeah. all black. Are you blind? Yeah, she's like so mad at her. But Martha does is not offended. She nope. just keeps giggling not and having a great time. Yep. I know. Water off a duck's back. And then, oh God, Martha's like, "Oh man, when I heard you were coming from India, I thought you'd be a native." And this makes Mary so mad. Mary loses it. Yeah, she's like, "You thought I would be a what?" So we go a little bit racism here, maybe. Yeah, I know. I I couldn't figure out. It's kind of weird. What though. made her mad about that? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, she's like, "Why?" Because, I mean, you would think that, like, I mean, she sees her parents, you know, like, interacting with, like, the Raja and the, like, maybe not the Raja, but, like, you know, the native people. Yeah. And they're, like, also very rich. So it's not even just, like, yeah, it wouldn't, it's not a bad thing to be, like, an Indian person because she sees these, like, right. well-to-do maybe Indian people. Martha meant, like, a Native American? I don't think so. I think she means, like, an Indian. Oh, Like, okay. a Native Indian. She's just confused that she's not brown yeah basically and the for some reason this just like totally sets mary off i know and martha's like i'm sorry i just have i've never met someone yeah, who isn't white and in I india don't have a problem with people who aren't white i would yeah. like to meet some more people like right. she's very like yeah she does say my mother used to say we were all part of the same family yeah which is really cute i know <laughs> And then she's just like, listen, I'm just a dumb maid and I talk too much. I didn't mean anything by it. Yeah. So Mary is like, fine, and allows herself to continue being dressed. Mm. But I don't know. It's just, I think it's just all too much for Mary because she says, like, you don't know what you're talking about. You know what you're talking about? Yeah. None of you know anything. You yeah. Know? And she's just like, oh, I am so she completely alone here. Like, yeah. nobody knows what I'm going through. Nobody knows anything about me. Um, and yeah, that's when Martha's like, not bad, dude. Yeah. So, and then she's, Martha's, well, no, Mary says, you know, my uncle doesn't even want to see me. And Martha's like, she w- he will, like, eventually, yeah. like, someday. You yeah. know. Don't worry about it. I'm sure it'll be fine. Speaking of, Mrs. Medlock comes in that night to light the lanterns. And it looks like Mary's just been sitting in this room all by herself all day with nothing to do. Yep. And she says, your uncle decided not to see you today and he won't see you tomorrow because he's leaving. Yep. Good night. Bye-bye. Yeah. So, now we hear Martha explaining that 
the lady of the house, Lady Craven, has been dead for 10 years. Lady Craven is such a tight title. Yeah. <laughs> Both of them, Lord Craven and Lady Craven. Are the Lady like Craven. Metal. Nice. As fuck. Yeah. Which she ruins later by calling him Archie. <laughs> yeah. But in like a cute way. Yeah. So, yeah, she's like, Lord Craven won't see anybody. Nobody ever sees him. He hardly talks to anybody. He spends a lot of time away. And this is the cutest scene. Mm. I love it so much because Mar- Mary is getting ready to go outside, but it's cold. So Martha's like pulling a turtleneck sweater on over her dress. Yeah. And she just leaves the whole turtleneck neck up above Mary's head. Yeah, and Martha continues on having on her jacket. Yeah, a whole conversation with her. Yeah, while her face is covered up, and Mary keeps being like, "Pull it down." Yeah, she's like, "What's the meaning of this? Like, get me out of here!" And Martha's <laughs> just completely ignoring her, and she's like, "You know, my brother Dickon goes out on the moors by himself all the time because Mary's like, I don't have anybody to play with." Yeah, and Martha's like, "Deal with it." Yeah, I have to get back to work. You know, like pff, you know, I have a job, and I'm probably but like twelve. Nicely, you know, she's yeah. very just like, "Listen, <laughs> my brother goes out all the time by himself. He makes friends with the animals, mm-hmm. like." You know, he has a great time. And then finally, like, Mary pulls the, like, neck down herself. Yeah. And Martha's like, oh, there you are, miss. I was starting to wonder where you'd gone. And Mary's just like, what? You knew perfectly well where I was. She's just so fucking mad. No sense of humor whatsoever. And Martha is not faced at all. Puts her giant, big, like, Tam O'Shantern hat on her. Oh, is that what that's called? Yeah. Yeah. Mary's like, I can't see. And she's just like. Oh my god, are your hands broken? Like, yeah. So. <sighs> she sets her outside. Yeah, go, she's go. like, if you go that way and then go that way, you'll get to the gardens. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever. Goodbye. Yep. Uh, and this is when we like really see, I mean, we saw it earlier, but really see the house for the first time, like from the outside. Yeah, it's huge. I know. I... <sighs> There's a part of me that would love to live in a house like this. But truly, what do you do with it? You have you entertain guests, I guess. I guess. I have a, I own a three bedroom house. One of the rooms is currently empty. There's yeah. not anything. Yeah. In. Like I'm like, what do I do with this room? I don't need it. That's me playing <laughs> Animal Crossing. I'm like, what do I do with this part of my island? What do I There's do? There's like with too much island. A hundred rooms. I'll just make it all water. There you go. <laughs> yeah, what do you do? I don't know. Yeah, you just, I guess, try and keep up with it, but you fail, and then you're cranky at everyone. That's what you do with 100 rooms. Exactly. Yeah. So, so she makes it out to the gardens, but everything's dead. Yeah. There's, it's cold. Yeah, it's cold. It's gross. Yeah. There's a big hedge maze, and Mary is avoiding the whole thing, but then she hears a sound and sees, like, a dude. Yeah. And so she goes chasing after him. She, like, kind of goes through this. She's like, what's in there? Goes in through the hedge maze. And yeah. she, like, finds this big hole. And she can see, like, a statue through it. Mm-hmm. And some birds. So she's like, there's a garden in there. Yeah, but I can't get to but it. But I can't get to it. Everything's covered in ivy. So that's when, yeah, she sees this, like, old gardener man and goes chasing after him. And, of course, is immediately rude to him. Yeah, and he's wearing a very funny hat. hmm <laughs> He has a hat with, like, 3D birds on it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> what? They're like sticking out. Yeah. It's, it's very strange. Very strange. Um, She's rude to him and she's rude to the bird. She's just rude. <laughs> she sees the robin and she's like, how do I get in there? It's yeah. Like, Don't. It's a bird. But she accosts the man and says, where's the door to that other garden? And the man's like, there isn't one because when she died, Lord Craven ordered the garden sealed up. Mm-hmm. And Mary tries to ask more questions, but the man is just like ignoring her, but like almost in an aloof way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's not like 
upset that she's talking to him. He's just like, I'm just not going to answer no, that. He's just flat out like doing his work. Yep. Yeah. Um, and this makes her mad. Yeah. Wow. What do you know? Yeah. So she tries to ask the bird. <laughs> yeah. There's a little robin that's like following her around. Yeah. And then as she's talking to this bird, we see the little boy with the cabbie hat. Mm-hmm. He like appears behind her and is like giggling and she sees him. And so she chases him and is like shouting after him. Get back here. You know, I have questions. Yeah. She chases him and then she finally catches up with him kind of, except for he's on his horse and he's riding off across the moors. And she's just like, well, bye, I guess. Yep. See, see you later, I suppose. So Martha and Mary are walking through the house and Mary is asking questions about the garden but Martha's like, we're not supposed to talk about it. Mm-hmm. And Martha gives Mary a gift, gives her a skipping rope. Yeah. And <laughs> I guess her mom's not dead because she said, my mom got this for you. Yeah. 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 She gives Mary a skipping rope and Mary's like, what the fuck is this? And she explains, Martha explains to Mary how to use it. And she struggles with it for a little bit. But then when she figures it out, she, this is the first time that she seems happy. Yeah. She's like, Tell your mom I said thank you. Yeah, she has something to do. And yeah, she says, thank you, Martha. And and thank you to your mother. And the way that she says it sounds so like forceful and serious. Like she does not have a lot of practice saying thank you to people. Right. But she's just like, I think in her own way, just so overcome mm-hmm. with like, this girl got me a present. Yeah. And this lady I've never met. Yeah. Got me a present. Like, uh, what? <laughs> There's also. <laughs> thank yeah, you. And she just runs off. A running theme of friendships between the kids and the servants. Yeah. Between a little princess and secret garden. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But then Martha says, you are strange. Any other child would have given me a kiss. Yeah. And Mary's like, do you want me to kiss you? Gay. <laughs> Martha's just like, go outside. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, what <laughs> just happened? Smooch. <laughs> Smooch. So Mary takes her rope outside to go talk to the one other person who has spoken to her. Hmm. the groundskeeper yeah she was like hey look what i got i've never jumped rope before he's like i don't care yeah but he says well the bird because this little robin is still hanging out he says he thinks you're doing a great job yeah and for whatever reason he's decided that he wants to be your friend Mm -hmm. and she says i've never had a friend before Mm. and the man says that i believe Uh uh-huh rude and i started crying at this point <laughs> because i just felt so bad for her Aww. because like of all that like i know i was complaining to you while i was watching this movie i was like she sucks so much yeah but it's not her fault no it's not she you know her parents never gave her the time of day the mm-hmm. only people that she had to hang out with entire her entire growing up life up to this point is like two older indian ladies that just like made sure she didn't die yeah just like caretaker yeah, yeah, definitely not like her friends. And now everybody in this house is like kind of mean to her, except for Martha. And yeah. then this bird, she's just like, I've never had a friend before. And now we'll be friends with like... this little bird. Oh. <laughs> and then she, and because right after that, she looks at the bird and very gently, she's like, will you please show me how to get to the garden? And I'm like, yep. she's growing. Yeah. She's saying thank you to Martha. She's asking the bird nicely. Like, yeah. it's just, it fucking got me. Yep. So she follows him. Uh-huh. She follows the little bird and he leads her to a door yeah. with a big iron keyhole. <gasps> what? Mm. And then she thanks the bird. I know. She's stretching her little gratitude muscles. <laughs> it's cute. It's very cute. So she runs back into the house, back up to her aunt's forgotten room and gets the 
big old key that she saw earlier, mm-hmm. takes it back down to the garden, mm-hmm. and once you know it, it unlocks the door. To what? The secret garden. Whoa! I know! <laughs> yeah, and you can tell that it has a lot of potential, but everything looks very dead. Yeah. Mary has to break her way through and make like a little passageway because a lot of stuff is overgrown. Mm-hmm. She gets to the heart of this huge garden. So big. <laughs> It is funny, though, the way it's filmed, because it's like, she has to break her way through these, like, overgrown things, and she, like, takes one branch and snaps it. Yeah. And then she just walks through. Yeah. There was just one in her way. She yeah. couldn't have moved it. Right. And then there's a statue in there that she just pokes in the face. <laughs> just like, wow. <laughs> Hello. But she does see that there's, like, new plants growing. Yeah. She finds just this, like, one, like, shoot up under, like, all this dead grass and yeah. stuff. And so she just kind of... Starts clearing it out. She shows the robin. She's like, look what I found. It's a plant. And then, yeah, she starts sits down to just start clearing it out. That's very sweet. The next morning at breakfast. Yeah. Mary is eating her porridge and Martha is just like watching her. Yeah, because she's actually eating it today. I know. But she just looks so proud. And it's just, God, she's just the best. She's Mm -hmm. so cute. But Mary's like smiling and stuff. And it's just really nice. She's like, wow, this actually tastes really good today. Mm -hmm. Like, she's having a great time. Yeah. But then they hear the wailing again coming through the hallways and mary is like what is that and at first martha's like what (laughs) Uh, it's just the wind what's what and then she's like oh you know out on the moors when the wind picks up it can sound like somebody's lost out there and you know screaming and then they're kind of quiet for a little bit and it's still going on and mary doesn't say anything she's not like that's bullshit they just sit there and then martha's like you know poor betty whatever her name is she's had a toothache all morning so she's just like throwing out excuses yeah and mary's just like yeah, okay yeah sure okay there's a human person crying in the house right now and yeah. clearly nobody wants to talk about it yeah which is weird and at that time mrs medlock comes in and is like martha i need your help get that child outside mm-hmm. which is like it was this the plan from the beginning? They're like, okay, we have to go get this kid because she has to live here now. Yeah. But we don't want to tell her anything. So we'll just lock her in her room yeah. at night. And then during the day, we'll make her just stand outside. Yeah. This like, was the plan. How long do you think this is going to work? Right. Until Th- she's 18? <laughs> like. Yeah. And then what? What are you going to do? What's she going to do? Move away to where? Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing. I do feel like a little bit... Um getting ahead that everyone is just waiting for colin to die yeah and so they're like once that happens then you know we'll just we'll readjust yeah but for right now like this is our focus but he's probably he's gonna die any day now right and then you know um so mary goes back outside and she goes straight to the garden but before she gets to the secret garden door a raven just flies into her face yeah and she freaks out and then we see dickon yay there he is and he's like hi i'm dickon yeah. He's like, you should pet this bird. He's not mean. He just didn't no. know who you were. Yeah. And now he knows, you know, that you're my friend, mm-hmm. I guess. We've never spoken, but, you know, he knows that you're cool. So you he should pet him. He knows you're cool. Yeah. And she's like, uh, no, he's going to bite me. Yeah. And Dickens like, no, he won't. So she pets him. And it's sweet. Yeah. She she just reaches out and like, boop, there, I did it. And he's like, no, 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 no. <sighs> Takes her glove off for yeah. her. It's like, come on. Like, he's really soft. You yeah. Yeah. And she does. She's like, oh, wow, he is soft. And Dickens like, yeah, I know all about you. You know, I know your name and I know where you come from. And the animals tell me all of the secrets. And Mary's just like, not my secret, I hope. And Dickens like, well, what is it? And she's like, I found a garden. And I'm like, damn, girl. Like, <laughs> Not a spy. Never be a spy. No. She cracks immediately. Yeah. She says she stole it, though. I know. It's she says, cute. I stole a garden. Yeah. 
which is a really cute way to put that as though it's not like an acre of land that she <laughs> it's still in the same spot right yeah you know she's like, like I'm gonna put it in her pocket yeah. yeah but she's like I don't think it matters though because everything in there is dead anyway mm-hmm. and Dickens like well I can tell you know I, yeah even if it looks dead like sometimes it's not and I can tell you for sure and she's like okay we'll go look at it but you have to promise 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 that you won't tell anybody you know where it is or that yeah. I can get in right and he's like absolutely so yeah so they go they sneak in mm-hmm. they get in and then he's like oh no it's not dead yeah. you know it's just it's just winter time like everything in here yeah. is still alive it's he, wick yeah he takes out his little pocket knife and cuts a branch and you can see that it's green and he's like it's still yeah yeah it'll grow yeah yeah it just needs you know some time yeah some tlc some sunlight yeah hmm, sounds familiar so then we see Later that night, she's hiding the key under her bed with all of her other accoutrement that yeah. she has gathered, collected. And she says that she, for the first time since coming to Misselthwaite, she dreamt of her mother. Mm-hmm. And I went, uh-oh. Yep. It's coming. Yeah, she falls asleep under her bed, which is cute. Yeah. And we see her as a little baby. And we know it's her because she has bangs. <laughs> and those are inherited. Yeah. And uh, yeah, she's like, she dreamed of the, how does she say it? She says, I dreamed of the garden, but it was a jungle. Yes. Yeah. So she's like trying to make her way through all this overgrown jungle stuff Mm -hmm. and sees her mom and her mom is like looking at her and kind of reaches for her, but then turns around and just runs away. And the little baby her just starts sobbing Yeah, and saying, don't go. (laughs) She turns around in the weirdest, like, as though she's being, like, yanked. Yeah. Because it's, like, a dream. Right. And so this is very, like, kind of surreal, like, Mm -hmm. where she, yeah, she just gets kind of yanked through this hedge maze and her hat comes off. This is another scene, though, that I thought was a lot longer. Yeah, it's not very long. But I was like, oh, this is the scene that scarred Meat Wedge. This is why you can't handle it when somebody in a movie says, don't go. Yep. This is it. This is is your origin story. It's true. (laughs) If I were a villain, this would be like the, when I was a child, I watched The Secret Garden. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, what, this came out in 93, so I was five. Yeah. And it also, like, uh, I... (laughs) Not to get too deep in the meat wedge psyche here, but here we are. <laughs> I have dreams sometimes where my mother is moving too fast. Oh, like we're we're in a, like a crowded place or somewhere, and I'm like, just slow down. Like I yeah. can't catch up to you. Aww. And she's like, we, I literally don't have time. We got to go. Come on, come on, come on. Yeah, and I'm just like, stop. Like for five seconds, like so I can just catch up, and she just won't. Yeah, and I think it's because of this movie. Yeah, <laughs> like a hundred percent. That and when she was teaching my brother and I, she did it both me and my brother teaching us how to swim. Yeah, she would, you know, we would be on the edge of the pool and she would be like, "Swim to me," and mm-hmm. then you'd almost get there and she would take a step back. Ah, uh, and she did that a couple of times, and it was just like so frustrating. Yeah, you know, where it's like I already crossed the, you know, I did the it. distance. Yeah, don't make it worse. Um, so, so I you think have PTSD. These things combined. This movie and <laughs> learning to swim. <laughs> yeah nice. really got in there so yeah when someone is like don't leave me it's just like oh no because this little girl yeah just ends up standing in these you know she in the overgrowth she can't catch her mom yeah and she's just crying that's so sad it is sad but it it wakes her up she wakes up under the bed and just starts wandering through the halls again probably because she's like fuck going back to sleep mm-hmm. and but- she hears the crying too mm-hmm. she hears somebody crying and she's like i'm gonna fucking figure this out mm-hmm so she finally finds a little boy crying in his bed. 
Yeah. And she's like, there's like a balcony in his room, basically. And she's like yeah. up on the balcony looking down. Yeah. And he wild. sees her and is like, are you a ghost? And she's like, no, are you? Yeah. <laughs> I think it's way more fair that he asks if she's a ghost. Yeah. A little girl with a lantern that he didn't even know was in the Wearing house. Wearing a white nightgown. Yeah. yeah. In the the upstairs of his room. Right. He's a two story bedroom. So he's like, come down here. I want to look at you. Yeah. And so she does. Takes her a while. He has time to like brush his hair and. I know he makes sure that he looks okay. Yeah, that he's like it didn't look like he was crying, you know. Oh, he's just kind yeah. of like kind of fix his face a little bit. Uh-huh. And he introduces himself as Colin Craven. He says, "I'm the master of this house when my father is away." Yeah, and she's like, "Oh shit, your dad is my uncle." Yeah. We're fucking cousins, bro. Our mothers are twin sisters. Yeah. And he's like, I didn't even know my mom had a sister. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That feels so bad for these kids. Like nobody tells them anything. I know. They are just accessories. Yeah, she at least knew that her mom had a sister, but she didn't even know that she'd been dead for 10 years. Yeah. Which, uh, but. I know. She's like, like, what? why were you crying? Yeah. He's like, oh, I just can't sleep. Yeah. So then they have, their conversation is like kind of weird, but it's, I mean, they're truly both just like super sheltered little rich kids. And so they're like. Yeah. He's just kind of like. He's like, fluff my pillows. Posturing. Yeah. I can't sleep. Cousin Mary. No. And she's like, I can't do anything for you. Like, yeah. I don't know what to do about any of that. But they're kind of making friends in their yeah. own, like, awkward little way. And they learn that they're the same age. Mm-hmm. But then Colin is like, yeah, my dad never comes in to talk to me. He doesn't want anything to do with me because I don't look anything like my mom. Yeah. And then he pulls a chain or she pulls a chain. Mm-hmm. And there's a painting of his mom that's, like, covered up by a curtain. Yeah. And she's like, why do you keep that covered up? And he says, because she smiles too much. Yeah. Which Mary... Who has never smiled herself? Uh, <laughs> says, "What does that even mean? How can you smile too much?" Yeah, she gets mad about it. Yeah, it's because she's mad about everything. Um, but he. So earlier in the movie, because the I f- forgot to mention it, but um, Mary and Dickon find a swing in the mm-hmm. secret garden. Yeah, and Mary's like sitting on it, but Dickon's like, "That's where she died. She fell off of it and she died." Right. And so then, and she's sitting on the swing because she saw a picture of yeah. her mom. And her aunt sitting on that swing together. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so now when she's talking to Colin, she's like, Colin says, you know, my mom died having me. Yeah. And Mary's like, well, I thought she died in her garden. And uh-huh. Colin's like, what garden? And Mary's like, oh, shit, he doesn't even know. Yeah. She's like, uh, you know, the gar- there's a lot of gardens here. Yeah. This is, this is like a place. garden. Ooh, you know. A bunch of gardens. Yeah. Yeah. And then she realizes that Colin's never even been outside. Yeah. And she's, she's like, like never left the bed. Yeah. He doesn't yeah. know how to walk. And he says, oh, I'm going to die. And he just says it so matter-of-factly. And she's like, of what? And he goes, everything. <laughs> I mean, same, but not anytime <laughs> soon, hopefully. Right. <laughs> this was the point, though, that I realized, normally I have a problem with people who move too much that are, like, super wiggly. Yeah. Mary doesn't move her head and shoulders at all. No. She she's has, so still. She's got a short little neck, for mm-hmm. one thing. But she also is just like kind of like head bent forward and she doesn't move her upper body when she talks. She like barely makes facial expressions. She yeah. doesn't move her head at all. She just stares. And it's like, God, she's, she's just a very serious little Yeah, child. she's just really serious. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little bit unnerving, but she's very cute. Yep. So Mary wakes up to the sounds of sheeps. Mm-hmm. She and Dickon are in the garden planting bulbs around this like one shoot that she found. Mm-hmm. And... Dickon is kind of like explaining to her how to do it. Yeah. She tells him about seeing Colin the night before and Dickon was like, no one ever sees him. Yeah. And he tells her, cause she's like, he's Colin told me that his mom died giving birth. 
Yeah. And Dickens says, well, what happened was she fell off the swing while she was pregnant and then she gave birth too early Mm -hmm. and that's how she died. Yes. Yeah. And why Colin is the way that he is. Yeah. She's like, yeah, he's white. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He's so white. He's as white as the roots on this plant. Yeah. Yeah. And then we see the roots doing their stop motion time lapse Mm -hmm. growing thing and it's very cute i know and they're just like smiling at each other and like patting the dirt and like their little hands touch and like it's it's cute cute. it's a very sweet like them kind of falling for each other but without it being like it's it's very innocent and childlike rather than being like a forced weird romance yeah it's not romantic no it's just sweet i know yeah this was i think another like this movie was so formative for me yeah because i also i just really love just the concept of falling in love yeah and their like bond is yeah. just so yeah cute and sweet without being yeah like overly romantic because they're nine and yeah. it's just like and it, that's a good way to put so it good. is that it they're not like falling in love the way that adults do they're like bonding yeah. they are creating this bond together which yeah, yeah it's super sweet and I mean, I don't really remember watching this movie as a kid, but this is a really good standard for how people should fall for each other in movies that I'm always yelling about. Mm-hmm. Romance in movies not being genuine and being like, this isn't how this works. Right. <laughs> I know. This is this truly is like... This is how it works. The pinnacle. Yes. Yeah, of absolutely. Like, yeah. Falling for each other and like romance even... And it's, it's between children, which is just wild. Yeah. But... So now we're back in Colin's room. Mm-hmm. Mary is there and she's putting on a little puppet show for him. And she's like, oh, I'm too weak. I can't even handle the sunlight. Like, whoa. yeah, and he's cracking up. He thinks it's great. But then she's like, well, you know, at least we can open the windows. I know you can't go outside, yeah, but, but we you can, can open the windows. You need sunlight, bro. And she like walks over to them and he's like, no, get it. You know, they're nailed shut. They won't even open. My lungs can't handle the spores. Mary's like, what is a spore? <laughs> he's like you know the shit in the air yeah tiny little things and he's like actually since you're in here you should really be wearing a face mask mm-hmm. and she like touches her face to it and is like no thank you she's like oh it's so itchy like listen Which, bitch whew. i know that so topical <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh-huh. anyway he gets mad at her because you know he's like it's medlock's orders put it on and she's like no you're not the boss of me you, yeah. know, you boss me around like you're a raja and you've got diamonds and emeralds all over your jacket but you're not and you can't tell me what to do and he's just like put it on she's like no and i'm like it is kind of weird that he just now decided I that think she he, had to wear it he was trying to kind of like not think about being sick and then her mentioning open mm. opening the windows yeah. made him be like oh shit i ha- i do have to be careful i guess because he's a kid you know yeah that's fair but at the same time medlock and martha come in and she has to hide under the bed again she spent so much time under bed since <laughs> that's true. and they come in to give colin his like leg treatments yeah so they put him on this table and like shock his legs yeah i guess to keep them from like to keep she the can... circulation going and stuff yeah since he's not moving them around yeah and martha is the one cranking the machine and then she sees mary's little foot sticking out from under the bed mm-hmm. and is like ah. Uh... And Mrs. Medlock leaves to go grab something. And that's when Martha and Colin are both like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, we're going to get in trouble. <laughs> Martha especially is like, if Medlock sees you in here, she will think that I told you to come in here and she will fire me for sure. Yeah. And she's very sincere about it. And I was like, don't get Martha fired. She's the only good thing about this place. I know. Yeah. So she leaves. Mary leaves. And then we see that Lord Craven is home. Yeah. And everyone is excited, including these five gigantic unruly mastiffs. I know. I'm like, where were they? 
They're with him. Up till this point. Yeah. Oh, were they? Yeah. They're just, they stay in his office and they're not there when he's not there. Oh. So I think he just takes them with him wherever he goes. I which get, maybe sounds so. tight. They just seem like they're like running down the stairs, but yeah, because anyway. they just got home. Big and fucking like, dog. Yeah. Yeah. So Lord Craven finally sends for Mary. Mm-hmm. So Martha takes her and is very like, go on. It's okay. You can do it. You know? Yeah. Don't he'll, be scared. Yeah. He'll say hi to you. And. She walks in and there's just like a big snarling dog at her. And I was like, oh, your uncle's a dog. That's why he doesn't want to see anybody. <laughs> He's embarrassed. Just kidding. Can't He's... stop peeing on stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, he's a broody man with long hair and an eternal headache. Yeah, this he's is the like, second time that we've seen him, and he's just doing the like holding his head fingers to the the forehead thing, where he's just like Ugh, with his brow life. furrowed constantly, wearing all black. Yeah, and I was like, I wish if I had been assigned male at birth, mm-hmm. I would want to look like this man. Yeah, because he has a huge nose. Yeah, a great chin. Yeah, a beautiful head full of hair. Yes, big sad eyes. Yeah, it's like I want. I would want to look like this man. Fair. Yeah. The ideal. Mm-hmm. Anyway, mm-hmm. there he is. There he is. <laughs> he finally looks Mary in the face. Yeah. And it's just like, Jesus, tap dancing Christ. You look exactly <laughs> like my dead wife. It's because my mom was her twin. Right. And Craven is like, Medlock says I should send you to a boarding school. And Mary is like, no, I, you know, I haven't done anything wrong. Please don't make me leave. She's just finally getting comfortable here and found something that she enjoys doing. Yeah. And he's like, no, like there's nothing here for kids like why would you want to be here yeah you misunderstand it's not that because she's like i haven't caused any harm and he's like what harm could you cause you're nine yeah he's like, i just mean you're losing your mind you know like yeah. bored to tears and she's like no i don't need anything all i want is just a, a bit of earth yeah and he's like what <laughs> <laughs> she's like you know for planting i want to plant seeds and, the, and he's like oh yeah fucking knock yourself out and she's like can i can i take it from anywhere as long as it's not wanted and he's like yeah yeah he's like i don't care what dig in the dirt all you want you weird little child (laughs) yeah and then he is just kind of overcome with emotion at this point yeah and he's like she leaves be gone and then to medlock he's like i'm leaving until winter yeah it's just too much yeah but mary goes and finds dickon and She's, you know, super happy. She's like, my uncle said that I could have the garden. Yeah. Because she very cleverly was like, look, as long as nobody's messing with it, can yeah. I just... And he was like, what? Yeah, I don't give a shit. So she doesn't feel bad. She doesn't feel like she's stolen the garden anymore. Right. She's like, it's mine to do what I want Yes. With. And so she's very excited. And then... She has a bag of seeds and she's like, we'll yeah. have lilies and bluebells. and throwing them. Yeah. And it's very cute. And then it starts raining. Mm-hmm. And they stand in the rain for like 15 entire seconds. Mm-hmm. And Dickens says... It's raining. <laughs> Thank you, Dickon. <laughs> and then they walk like two feet under a thing where yeah. they're not being rained on. Yep. But it is a very cute scene. It really is. Because they're both like, yay, the rain. Yeah. And later we see Mary and Colin hanging out in his room, of course, doing a puzzle. Yeah. And she's explaining the story of Krishna, who mm-hmm. is a little boy, but a god. Mm-hmm. And his uncle wants to kill him. And so he had to hide. And at first, like, Colin's like, okay that's cool the story rules did he look like other people and she's like yeah on the outside he looked exactly like everybody else but if you look down his throat you could see the entire universe and then colin gets mad he's like that doesn't make any sense i know i love this whole like it's like when mary earlier was upset and couldn't take a joke yeah she's like that's stupid and like no it's funny yeah and now she's like this is a story yeah it's magic yeah use your imagination and he's like no i hate it yeah it's so (laughs) crabby yeah they really, they can only hang out for like 10 minutes before they fight. Yeah. Like, 
very brief intervals. Yeah, Mary's like, you're sour. And I got to see your dad. Yeah. yeah. Which makes Colin really, you know, she's yeah. going for. He's like, he won't even come see me when he's home. Mm-hmm. She's like, well, I saw him. And she's like, no, you are sour. You won't even let the sunlight in. And he's like, I would, but it's raining. And yeah. She's like, no, you wouldn't. And he's like, yes, I would. And You've he's like, no, I wouldn't. It. <laughs> yes, I would. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> she, he says, just because I haven't done it doesn't mean I won't do it. I'm going like, to die. Okay. My dad doesn't like me and I'm not sour. That he makes the sourest face of ever. I mean, seen. literally, it looks like he just ate a warhead. Like his bottom lip is sticking out. Oh, <laughs> like what are you doing? So funny. So then we see Mary getting a bath, mm-hmm. and at first I was like, "Oh, she's like genuinely smiling." I was like, "Nope, I think she's grimacing." It's yeah, probably. Yeah. But Martha is like, you know, it's not that he doesn't look like his mom. Lord Craven won't go see his son because he's dying yeah and, and he doesn't a- want to lose another if he gets attached yeah. to him and then he dies like he can't handle it right he's still sad about the loss of his wife and that happened 10 years ago i have uh some news for lord craven about dogs <laughs> that's why he has five he's just like there's just constantly <laughs> they all look exactly the same yeah so he doesn't know when he one just, of them dies the servants just replace him with another one. run to the pet store and bring a new one. Oh yeah he's just like oh i've had these mastiffs for 50 years now they're just eternal i guess and they're like we have been through 75 dogs sometimes <laughs> they just run away yeah sometimes they die he just doesn't know anyway but it's very sad but then we do see lord craven going into colin's room while he's asleep while he's asleep and he's like oh my poor sweet little boy and yeah. then hides i know and then he leaves the manor again but it's springtime baby yeah maybe lord craven just has really bad allergies and he's like i have to leave before the plants bloom colin <laughs> but and then he's like my son's name is colin i can't handle the pollies like i gotta go oh my god it's too much for me colin the pollen what a terrible villain <laughs> he just makes people sneeze oh god <laughs> anyway the plants are growing and things are becoming green and we get lots of fun time lapse shots of plants growing and butterflies coming out of their cocoons and just beautiful flowers and the sun and the little robin is building a nest and there are babies everywhere and this is what i just want to watch on a loop when i'm sad oh yeah just this like two minute scene yeah so cute and so delightful and medlock has left the house so mary and dickon have attached a rope to the boards on colin's windows Mm -hmm. and to the horse Mm -hmm. donkey mule and they use that to pull the boards off so that yeah. some sunlight can come in. Sunshine in. Yeah. And then, yeah, so Dickon is outside on his horse. And Mary is inside. And she grabs Colin's like wheelchair and pushes him into the light. Yeah. And poor Colin is blinded because he's, he's like. He's never seen the sun. the most light I've ever seen. Yeah. And so he like holds it. But he's like, Mary, what about the spores? But she's already gone. Mm-hmm. And we see her. She's outside on dickens horse and i'm like there's no way it doesn't take at least 15 minutes to get out of the house from yeah, any point i know there, she couldn't have gotten out that fast no. unless she jumped straight out the window <laughs> i don't believe it but yeah she went out to help clean it up i guess i don't know but she's just gonna ride off with dickens she's like all right i opened your windows bye we're gonna go off and yeah outside. but colin has a proper freak out falls out of his chair yeah and martha has to come in and help him up yeah I guess Mary isn't too far away because she hears the commotion and comes back in to see what the problem is. Mm-hmm. Martha's I, like, she can hear him screaming from outside. I know. Um, yeah, so that's what I'm saying. She didn't get very far. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. And Martha's like, don't go in there. He's having a fit. Yeah. And I love this part because Mary's like, well, somebody needs to set him straight. Yes. 
She's like, he's being selfish mm-hmm. and there's no reason for him to have a fit. Mm-hmm. So she goes in and yells at him. <laughs> You're tacky and I hate you. <laughs> Look at that bow tie. <laughs> Let me talk about my bow tie. <laughs> but yeah, she goes in, tells him that he's selfish. Yeah. I hate you. Everyone hates you. Yeah. And he stops screaming and he's like, I'm not selfish. I'm ill and I'm dying. Yeah. And I lo- she just goes, nobody that is sick can yell like that. Yeah. <laughs> And Absolutely like, not. What? Right? It's like, there is <laughs> clearly nothing wrong with your lungs. And she's like, you're not dying. Your lungs work fine. And, you know, she like rolls him over and is like, you don't have a lump on your back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you're fine. Quit yeah. freaking out. Yeah. They have a little bit of like a, because he's, you know, she's like, you don't know anything about death. Yeah. And he's like, well, my mom's dead. And he, she's like, my parents are dead. Yeah. And I knew them for a little bit, you know, like, he's like, shut the fuck up. If they sucked. Right. I was there. But um, he's, he kind of starts, like, chilling out a little bit, you yeah, know, because she yeah. just pokes all up and down his spine, and she's like, it's just your skinny little bones, dude. Like, you're, yeah, you're there's, fine. There's nothing there. You're fine. Yeah. Yeah, and just then, Medlock comes in, because she had been out, so she's, like, out in the carriage. Mm-hmm. Somebody runs out and is like, it's Colin. He's freaking out. So she, like, runs inside. The world's slowest doctor follows behind her. It's so funny because this old man, I guess, is he a doctor? I think so. She is, just keeps calling him John. Yeah, is so. in several scenes. Yeah. He never speaks. Nope. And they just like, every now and then the camera just like watches him be slow. <laughs> Everyone else has rushed out of the room and he's like, Ew, here I come. And it's just not really a part of the plot at all. But I just feel like they just I kept know. throwing that in there. It does seem like maybe there was like a cut scene where they explained who this man was i think he's a doctor i don't know and i think like medlock went to go fetch him maybe. from town yeah but like <laughs> they're just she's just like john come quickly it's like who is this man and yeah they don't slow down for him at all no it's so funny it is but yeah so medlock bursts into colin's room calls mary a beastly girl because she's in there and she's not supposed to be yeah, standing on the bed yeah slaps martha and fires her yeah but then colin is like no no i'm in charge my dad's gone mm-hmm. I'm, I'm in charge and i'm telling you leave this room or i'll fire you mm-hmm. and medlock is like what but i and then she leaves yeah yeah she <laughs> she's like okay i'll go but only because i don't want you to hurt yourself any further but mark my words then then she leaves like yeah. she doesn't have anything <laughs> to say and she tries to leave on a high note but she's just like i have to go i know but yeah so they mary and colin are in the room and mary's like i think that i don't think you're sick i just think you're weak because you've never used your legs and you haven't been outside like i think you're fine yeah and colin's like well maybe i should go outside yeah maybe we could find the door to the garden yeah yeah and then Mary, being the excellent spy that she is, yeah. again, cracks immediately. She just goes, uh, I've seen it. Not only have I seen it, I've been in it. Like a lot. Like planting. Like so much. <laughs> <laughs> but he's not mad. No. He's just like, tell me what it looks like. Yeah. And so she starts describing it to him. He like leans back and, you know, just got his eyes closed. He's like envisioning it. Mm. And then we see like... You know, it shows us what it looks like. And the little lambs are running around. Yeah. And There's just the cutest. So many baby animals in this movie and it is so cute. They're, <laughs> they're just everywhere. They're everywhere and no one acknowledges them. No. Which is great. Yeah. They're like, just why like. Why can't life be like. Around. Cause, and especially when Dickon is around. There mm-hmm. are just animals around him. Yeah. And it's sweet. so good. Yeah. So now Colin 
is going out. Yes. He announces to mm-hmm. everyone. Yeah. He is dressed up, just the cutest little lord, mm-hmm. in his little chair. Halfway, he's like on the landing, mm-hmm. halfway up these giant steps. And he's like, I'm going out. And everybody who works in the house, which is the first time that we've seen all of them together. Yeah, it's the like, wow, staff. there are actually kind of a lot of, mm-hmm. maybe not enough people for 100 rooms, but quite a few people. They're all yeah. wearing masks. They're all standing at the base of the stairs looking at him. And behind him is like Mary and Dickon and Dickon's Raven. Yeah. <laughs> and he says, you know, I'm going out. And if the fresh air agrees with me, perhaps I shall go out again tomorrow and every day after that. Yeah, and Mrs. Medlock is like, <laughs> surely not. Right. Every day. Colin oh. says, every day indeed. <laughs> also, no one is to follow me. Once mm-hmm. I get outside, I don't want to see anybody. Yep. Because they're going to the secret garden and he doesn't want anybody to know that's where they're going. Yep, and he dismisses them sort of because they also have to carry him down the stairs. Yeah. But then they take off. Yeah, they can carry his ass all the way down the stairs and then down the front steps yep but then he's like medlock you stay right here she's like but he's like i have spoken (laughs) so yeah they take off across the yard and as soon as they're out of sight colin is like faster 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 and they're just like running yeah pushing his chairs super fast yeah and he's holding dickens raven yeah it's so cute yeah i imagine he's never gotten to pet an animal before and he's just immediately like friend yep i hold his bird (laughs) Yeah, it's cute. But they take him down to the garden. And it's so cute. Yeah. They get him to the door. They push him through. They, like, get him down the stairs. And then um, tell him to close his eyes. Yeah. And when he opens them, he's just... The wonder in his face is amazing. Yeah. And they're, like, taking him through. And Mary's, like, over here is where the robins built his nest. Here's where I found that first, you know, flower. So uh-huh. we knew, like, things could grow here. And, like, here's where we planted this. Here's where... Showing him all around. Yeah. Um. Apparently, this scene of them taking him down the steps in his chair mm-hmm. was, like, the most difficult for these children to yeah. film. Which makes sense. Yeah. I mean, it's just them physically, like, carrying this other child. Right, yeah. But also because... The animals who were constantly around kept getting in the way and like tripping over the chair or like, you know, Aww. tripping up like the Aww. little girl and stuff. Yeah. The raven kept pooping on the kid who plays Dickon. <laughs> <laughs> and the kids just kept like bursting into laughter and just like could not hold it together. Yeah. So it took 27 takes wow, yeah. to film this scene. But they're like, we can't, we have to have it. It's incredibly important. Yeah, this is so a fucking get it together. Very important scene. Twenty-seven takes sounds like a lot. Uh, not to derail, but I was reading about Mind Hunter. Did you ever watch that on Netflix? Uh-uh. It's directed by David Fincher, and apparently he is a nightmare to work with. Yeah, and some of the scenes would take like fifty takes. Yeah, Stanley Kubrick is the same way. Yeah, and, and that's like, why they haven't made a third season because everyone's nobody like, nobody wants to do it. I don't know. Yeah. You get a limit of five. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, 27 is a lot. Especially for kids. Yes. Yeah. But yes, they're there. They made it. They made it. And Colin's just laying in the grass. You know, petting a baby deer. Yeah. It's so sweet. Dickon eats a worm because <laughs> they find one. <laughs> He's just like, no, it's good. And they're like, what? Yeah. And then the old man gardener has climbed a ladder and can see over the wall into the garden mm-hmm. and is like, what are you doing? doing in there yeah because first he just sees mary by herself and he's like i knew i didn't like you the first second i laid eyes on you and i'm like don't lay your eyes on child yeah also get your eyes off of me (laughs) pick those up (laughs) 
But like, why is he mean to her? But then he sees everybody's grumpy. Colin. Mm -hmm. And Colin says, do you know who I am? And this old man is like, you're the little cripple boy. Yeah, rude. Colin's like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Could a cripple do this? And then he stands up. He stands up. In his chair. He's leaning on Dickon. But he stands up with his own little legs. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's like, do my legs look twisted to you? Like, look, I'm good. Yeah. I'm cool. My back's fine. My legs are fine. Yeah. And the old man is like, you know, sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry for yelling. Yeah. I just get kind of uptight about the space because when the Lady Craven was alive, it was my job to come in here and tend the roses for her, you Mm -hmm. know, and she told me, like, make sure that those roses get taken care of. And then she died and they ordered it sealed up. But he was like. she just died. (laughs) He's like, but it. He's like, she gave her orders first. And so I kept coming and taking care of these roses. You yeah. know? So I just, the space is really special to him too. Mm-hmm. But Colin's like, well, hey, that means that you can keep a secret. So you are allowed to come in here and hang out with us if you want. Yeah. And tend to the garden too. Yeah. So <laughs> Dickon runs away to let the man into the garden. Mm-hmm. And Colin turns to Mary and is like, we should get married. Yeah. And Mary is like, we're cousins. Yeah. Not even distant cousins. We are first cousins. Their mothers are siblings. Twins yeah. even. Yeah. Yeah. Colin's like, I don't care. I just want you around all the time. Yeah. And Mary's like, I'm always going to be around. Yeah. We don't That's have to get married for change. that. Yeah. <laughs> we can just be cousins. Yeah. <laughs> Which is silly because obviously Mary is going to marry Dickon. Obviously. You know, and Mary smooches him on the cheek, which was kind of like the director was just like, ooh, you know what would be good here? And just kind of threw it into the script. Mm-hmm. And... The little girl who plays Mary, whose name I forget, it's in here somewhere, like broke character to be like, are you sure? <laughs> but the director was like, yeah, yeah, yeah it'll be fine. So yeah. she's like, all right. That's cute. Yeah. She's, I, I have like a couple little things about her later. She's, I like her a lot. Yeah. She's very cute. She's a really good actress too. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I think it's another day. They're hanging out in the garden again. There's yeah. a lot of, it's like a garden montage. Yeah. Just them hanging out. And the, there's a goat a yelling. <laughs> and Dickens like, he's an orphan. I found him out on the moors. Yeah. He's like three days old. Yeah. His mom probably died giving birth to him. Mm-hmm. And he's just now learning to walk. And Colin's like, well, if he can do it, I can do it. Yeah. And so he does. He he stands up and then like he kind of walks back and forth between Mary and Dickens. I know. They look like little proud parents. I know. And they're just like so happy for him. Yeah. And now this boy cannot be stopped. No. He's walking everywhere. Yeah, he goes up to Mary's room. I know, in his little nightgown. And she's like, are you a ghost? Yeah. <laughs> he's like, no, it's me. No, it's me. She's like, how the fuck did you get up here? They are both very much like, you're being too loud. Yeah. We are going to get in trouble. I'm like, you're both yelling. Stop. But also, like, Mrs. Bedlock is in the kitchen a mile away, so it's oh. fine. No one can hear you. Yeah, a literal mile away. Yeah. Yeah, and then Colin is like, so now that I can walk, I I want to walk. But I want my dad to be the first one to see me. Yes. Like, I'm going to keep this charade up until he comes back. Mm-hmm. But I want him to come back sooner. <laughs> yeah, it's spring and he's not going to be back until winter. And right. I want him to see, you know, what I can do. So they're like, we have to figure out how to bring him back. And they, they kind of form a plan where he's like, maybe if I throw a fit, then mm-hmm. you can, like, you know, go sneak around and find. But Mary's like, when I was in your uncle's office, I saw there was a desk in there and some papers. So maybe I can just go sneak in there and, and find yeah some info about where he is yeah so that's what she does Mm -hmm. she just goes in there and she doesn't find 
any forwarding address <laughs> or anything. <laughs> yeah, but she does find pictures of Colin's parents that are all happy. Yeah. And they're on the swing. And- yeah. And when she's pregnant with Colin. Yeah. Because Colin's like, that's me, I think. Yeah. <laughs> At her little belly. I know. And then they fall asleep in the bed on top of the covers. Mm-hmm. And Colin wakes up in the morning and then just like hobbles off to bed. Yeah. All by himself cute. waves to her from yeah. five flights of stairs down. Yeah. Um, and then we see this this is the scene where I was just like, this is love. Like this is romance right here. Like yeah. it's just so like just pure and wonderful and beautiful. Well, and then Colin runs it. But they've like s- stolen, I assume, a camera. And they're taking pictures of Mary and Dickon on the swing the yeah. way that, like, his parents were. Yeah. And Colin's, like, at first is, like, just directed them. He's like, Mary, you know, smile. Look this way. And then he's like, look at each other. Now look at me. But when they, they're they just, like, staring into each other's face. Yeah, they're face. sitting on the swing together. Yeah, like, opposite facing. They're facing each other. So, like, Dickon's back is to Colin. Right. And they're just, like, lost in each other's eyes. And Colin is like, guys, 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 hey. Hey guys, I know, but I think he gets a little bit. He does, yeah. He's just like, like, "Hey!" Mm -hmm. They finally like look at him, but then the scene's over. I know. I was worried that that was going to become an issue, but it doesn't. Yeah, it's fine. It's just, I think, I think it's a little bit like he's kind of in in love with Mary. You know, the way that like children are like, I don't, I don't know what family like relations mean. You know, yeah, that this person is important to me. Yeah, yeah. Um, and also, I think he's just a little bit like, "Hello, (laughs) I'm still over here, guys." But they are just. (sighs) <sighs> just lost in each other. But then we see Colin running. Yeah. Which makes you really happy. They're all just running around having a great time. Yeah. But back in the house, Mrs. Medlock is mad at Colin because she's like, you've been going out too much. You need to stay inside. You're actually sick. You're gonna, you know, die mm-hmm. if you don't quit. And he's like, no, I'm fine. Yeah. But she's like, no. Like, she puts her foot down finally and is like, no, you're still under my care and you're very sick. And then she dunks him in an ice bath. She does this thing where she's like, your legs are swollen and I can see a fever in your eyes and, you know, blah, yeah. blah, blah. Which he's like by a fire and he's wrapped up in a bunch of blankets and then they dunk him in an ice bath. I know. That's not good for you. No. But then he's like, well, if I'm so sick, why don't you write to my dad and tell him to come home? Yeah. And he's, she's like, no, I'm in charge. Yeah. Let's leave him out of this. Yeah. He's and like, I'll do it myself. Just give me the address. Yeah, I can he's do like, it. No. And then Mrs. Medlock is like, Mary... Mary is like headed to his to Colin's room and mm-hmm. she's like, You have to stay out of here. I'm mm-hmm. keeping you two apart. And she locks her in her room. Yep. Which is silly because there's a secret door in her room and she just leaves. Right. Immediately. <laughs> yeah. And she goes and grabs Colin and they meet up with Dickon, who is like, Ben is waiting at the gate. So this old gardener man is just like a part of their crew now. Yeah. And he takes them outside where they just be like feral little children in the way that children. Like only children can. Yeah. They built a fire and they're like kind of like crab walking around it a little yeah. bit, jumping around, you know, like chanting. Colin keeps like taking dead grass and throwing it into the fire. And he tells Ben, he's like, one day I'm going to be like a great discoverer. And this is going to be my first discovery. And it's like, you're just burning dead grass. No, he says it's his first experiment. Oh, yes. Yeah. Ben's just like, listen, I am just here to make sure you guys don't burn the entire house down. Right. I'm just going to stand back keep this shit under control yeah and it's it's cute they start chanting and he starts kind of praying to magic yeah to get his father to come home yeah Yeah. oh great magic bring my father to me so i can set his spirit free and the kids like pick up pick it up with him Mm -hmm. we see so kate is the little girl who plays mary Uh she's holding these like two sticks that are burning yeah 
And she's holding them because she didn't feel comfortable like dancing around the way that the little boys were doing. Oh, and they yeah. were like, here, we'll give you something to do. Yeah. Um, she's like, well, what scene, do I do with my hands? Right. This scene, too, kept getting interrupted because they just kept cracking up. <laughs> they were just having a good time. I know. Which it's is so cute. cute. Yeah. And then we see a bunch of fog. Mm-hmm. And then we see a woman, Mrs. Craven, mm-hmm. Lady Craven. In the garden, and she's just like, Archie. It's a very, like, surreal, like, dreamy scene. Yeah. And she's calling for Archie, but it's, like, super echoey. And then we see Lord Craven just kind of standing on top of a cliff dramatically with mm-hmm. his, like, big hat and his cape and his cane. And he's like, Where are you? And she's like, I'm in the garden I'm with the Colin. And then we see that he's sitting in a chair in what looks like a hotel because there's, like, a Mm-hmm. Some like busboy type people and a front desk and stuff, but he fell asleep in the chair. Sure, yeah. And he like wakes up, holding his cane, and is like, "I have to go home right now." Yes, and immediately. So he does. Yeah, he looks at one of the employees and is like, "Bring me my bill. I'm leaving. I'm out of here." And they're yeah. Like, what? Okay. And he gets home, and Martha's just like, "Fuck! <laughs> He's home four months early. Dust everything." <laughs> Yeah, and then Mrs. Medlock is in the kitchen wearing an apron and is like, get this off of me. But she's like running at the same time and wiggling. And I'm like, how's anybody supposed to untie that? And she's I know. just so rude. She's like, I know. You all are useless. Mean. Just grumpy. Yep. But Lord Craven just wants to see Colin. He's just like, where's my son? And she's like, he's in his room. And so he starts like going up the stairs and he's just, he takes his hat off, throws it on the ground, takes yeah. his cape off, throws it on. I'm like, just hand it to someone, man. No. Damn. He's in a hurry. Yeah, I guess. That's how I feel when I get home from work and I'm very tired. Yeah. Just throwing clothes and then just get in bed. I know, but you know <laughs> that me. you're going to pick them up later. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> There's a person right behind him who picks up his hat. He could have just handed it to him. Anyway. Anyway, they go in Colin's room. Guess what? Colin's not there. Oh, shit. And Mrs. Medlock is like, this is all that girl's fault. She's been nothing but trouble. Mm-hmm. I can't control her. We have to get rid of her. Mm-hmm. And Craven's like, all right, just take me to her room. Yeah. But they go in there. She's not there either. I know. Medlock unlocks the door and he's like, you keep her locked in here? Yeah. And she's like, she's a very unruly little child. He's like, okay, she's nine. Yeah, she's a child. I know. So he's he's like, what the fuck are, you know, where is my son? Like, yeah. I have come so far, so fast to yeah. see him and you don't even know where he is. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Martha's like, well, maybe they're in the garden. Yeah. Perhaps. And he's like, You mean like from my vision? <laughs> How was I supposed to know? I know. And like as so as he's heading outside, Mrs. Medlock is like, listen, that kid is super hard to control. Like she's just wow, she's so unruly. Like she's just I'm the so worst. sorry. Ever, uh, this is all her fault. I've done the best right. I can. And he's just like, I left you in charge and she is a child. Yeah. And you fucked up. Like quit blaming this on a little kid. Like you need to figure it out. And she's like, you know what? You're right. I'll resign immediately. I'll pack my things and go. And she just sits down and starts crying. I know. And Martha like taps her on the shoulder and she's like, don't. But then Martha I knew that was going to happen again next to her. And it's just like, then she's like, oh, Martha. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> maybe if you weren't such a bitch. Right. None of this would be happening. Anyway. Anyway, outside, we see Mary and Dickon have blindfolded Colin and spin him around in a circle. And then they're playing kind of like a Marco Polo type thing yeah yeah blind man's bluff yeah where they are like hiding and he has to find them mm-hmm. and lord craven has made his way to the secret garden and just sees colin wandering around by himself 
outside walking on his legs on his two little legs yeah and his pants are up so high up <laughs> little colin his pants are like up to his nipples and as was the fashion at the time it's true but he is just like overcome i know and he walks up to him and gets closer and closer until colin can tell that there's a person there yeah but i think kind of feels that that person is too big to be either yeah <laughs> mary or dickon right so he reaches out and is like touching his face mm-hmm. touching his dad's face and he finally like he pulls his blindfold off and he sees his dad and i know <laughs> <laughs> and like mary and dickon are watching this happen and, and Dickon, Dickon is, is also crying. crying. I know. It's so sweet. <laughs> it's like, he's just the cutest little boy. But then it makes Mary cry. I know. Well, She's really she runs off. Yeah. And yeah. just yells, no one wants me. I know. And as she's running away, Colin is doesn't know that this is happening. Right. He's all excited. And he's like holding his dad's hand, showing him all around the places in the garden. And he's like, this is where... I took my first steps and this is what I did. This is what I looked like. Yeah. Ha ha. You know, and it's like falls into his arms. I know. And it's just showing him around and <laughs> it's so sweet. Yeah. And then Mary has run off and has her face like in some vines. And yeah. Is, she's crying. I know. She, she, she's doing it. She's doing it. And Dickon is chasing after her, but she keeps running away and then she's just like sitting by herself. And yeah, they do finally find her though. Yes. They they find her. She's sitting alone, and Dickon is like fifty feet behind her, just leaning against his horse. He's yeah. just like, I mean, I'm here. Yeah, I don't know what to do, but He's I'm like, here. I'll just keep an eye on her. Yeah, let her work it out. But so Lord Craven comes up to her, and you know, says, "Why are you here all by yourself?" And she says, "It wasn't wanted." And he's like, well, uh, "What?" And she says, "You know, the garden. You didn't want it. Nobody wanted it." And so. She's like, she's worried that it's going to get taken away again. Yeah. You know, that he's going to be mad that she's been messing around in there. Yeah. And he says, no, you're right. I I never wanted to see it again. Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah, and you didn't want to see Colin again either. And mm-hmm. he's like, all of these things are true. Totally fair. You yeah. know? He's like, you're right. Harsh, but true. He's like, but you brought us all together again. And you made us a family. And you made everything grow. And brought everything back to life and i promise you i will never ever shut it up again and that you don't have to be alone and he like hugs her and she's crying and it's just so much it's so good it's so good (laughs) dickens just behind them like hell yeah yeah he just looks stoked yep and they're all happy and everything's all right and they walk back to the manor from the garden, all just like talking and holding hands and yeah. being happy and laughing and skipping and telling stories. And Lord Craven is smiling. Yeah. And everybody in the manor is looking out the windows and sees Colin walking up to the yeah. manor. And they're all just like, they open the windows and they're all like, holy shit. I know. <laughs> Mrs. Medlock is just like, oh, Colin. Because I do think that she, you know, she didn't start out shitty no but she yeah. was just like i have to keep this little boy alive and yeah. it is the hardest thing yeah you know and she kind of lost sight of like what she should have been doing just right. to be like this is my mission yeah you know, i have this whole big house to deal with the guy who owns it is not helping me at all no. he's hardly ever here mm-hmm. i have to keep this little boy alive but it's like she yeah just lost sight of it and is like trying too hard but she's happy she's like oh colin and everyone is happy everything is fine now 
the garden stays open. Mm-hmm. We get this little like voiceover from Mary. You know, the garden stays open. Lord Craven is happy. She learned how to cry. Her uncle learned how to smile. Colin yeah. learned how to walk. <sighs> Dickon learned how to love. <laughs> oh, he already knew Grawl. Yeah. <laughs> then, yeah, the last thing we see is just like Dickon riding across the moors on his horse. And Mary says, if you look the right way, the whole world is a garden. <sighs> yeah. The end. That's so good. It's so good. What a good movie. I We need to revive... Francis Hodgson Burnett and be like, write more stories that yeah. become 90s movies that we love. Shit. I need like 10 more, more. of these. Give us more. So good. Yeah. That's it. That's replay? it. Rewind? Oh, it's a replay. Yeah. I do think um, between the two, I liked A Little Princess more. Yes. Yeah. I just like the like message yeah. overall of it more, but they're, bo- they're both such good movies. Oh, yeah. yeah. I wish almost that the person, not that this lady didn't do a great job mm-hmm. directing, but I kind of wish that the person who had directed A Little Princess would do this one. Yeah. There's just like a lot of things that I just kind of wanted more, either more explanation or just more of. Yeah. I can't think of any of them right now, though. Great. But just- <laughs> Now's the time. I know. It's just like as they came up, I would just be like, I just want like a little bit more like yeah. more of this. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I think everything could have been expanded on a little bit. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's already like an hour and 45 minutes. That's though. true. Yeah. There's a I lot. I just want more of it because it's so good. Yeah, there's a lot going on. And I like need- I said at the beginning, I just think they did such a good job of like, I didn't even like the movie in the beginning. Yeah. You know, and then. Yeah, it's just miserable. At, yeah, at, they at just front. did such a good Everyone job. is unlikable. Making it miserable. I know. So that when it gets better. It's like so much better. I know. You know, yeah. And it really, I mean, it does, you go along with the movie because you're like, wow, everyone sucks. Everything is miserable. Mm-hmm. You know, everything just looks, and then you meet Martha and you're like, well, she's, she's worth hanging on for, yeah. which is how Mary feels, you know, right. like, oh, here's this like glimmer of, yeah. you know, and you're like, well, I like her. Yeah. And then it, yeah, just keeps getting better for everyone. That's so cute. Did it make you cry? absolutely yeah <laughs> yeah the scene where she's like i've never had a friend before Aww. fucking got me and then yeah i mean the whole thing with like lord craven seeing his son and dick and just crying openly no it's so sweet <laughs> so good uh so it came out august 13th 1993 nice yeah so i really was five i also saw it as a play Oh, when I think I think I talked about that at the beginning. Yeah, when I was a child, which that was I just lost it at the end. Apparently, oh yeah, you and did the, talk about that because you were like, it's over. Everyone was like, are you okay? Yeah, <laughs> the like the lady who works there was just yeah. like, is she, does she know that everything ended up? Yeah, it's all a right? happy ending. And I was like, yeah, I'm just sad because it's over. Yeah, but I, thinking about it, I'm like, how do you convey this movie as a play? I feel like it would be really hard. Yeah, you need a whole garden. Yeah, because the that's the magical part of it. Yeah, it's like the garden i don't know it's very interesting that's the cool thing about plays though that's true is how creatively they are pared down yeah yeah um i have no idea what the budget was neither does anyone else nobody knows (laughs) they're like "Eh, i'm good the box office it made 40 million dollars but is that good i don't know maybe they spent 140 million dollars making the movie so i mean unless they had to buy the manor probably not yeah, <laughs> they did create the garden from scratch. Nice. Because they were like, okay, the logistics of trying to keep people out of an existing garden 
Oh yeah, it's just so to be able to film difficult. Yeah, yeah. that we should just make one, and yeah. so they just did. That's cute. And I'm like, cool, come to my house, please. Make right. my backyard look like this. <laughs> I already have a swing, so I'm like 98 percent of the way. There. Right, you're already, you got it. Uh, it has an 88 percent on Rotten Tomatoes, as it should, which is good. Yeah, Roger Ebert. Gave it four stars. Oh, two in a row. Which I think is wild. Yeah, that we, you know, we went a year, almost a year and a half without a four-star movie, and then we got two in a row. We just picked them right. Yeah. Nice. But he had the most beautiful, like, his whole review is just really pretty. Even though he kind of gets, he has a couple little things wrong. Which I was like, Always, yeah. Yeah, he has to. But he starts it out. He says, some children's films are only for children. Some can be watched by the whole family. Others are so good, they seem hardly intended for children at all, and The Secret Garden falls into that category. It is a work of beauty, poetry, and deep mystery, and watching it is like entering for a time into a closed world where one's destiny may be discovered. And then he closes it out by saying, it is a beautiful, intelligent film, a fable, a lesson, and an entrancing entertainment. And Roger Deakins' photography elevates the secret garden into a place of such harmony and beauty that we almost believe it can restore the lives of those who look on it. The summer of 1993 will be remembered as the time when every child in the world wanted to see Jurassic Park. The lucky ones will see this one, too. Nice. I know. Yeah. What a very 1993 time I'm having lately, because I just (laughs) finished reading Jurassic Park. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So that's really all I have, except for some interesting information about the little actors that were in it. Yes, tell us. Uh, Elijah Wood auditioned for and was turned down the role of Colin Craven. Oh, I wonder why. Not sickly looking enough, I guess. He's kind of a sickly looking person. That's true. <laughs> I've seen him as a kid. He looks sickly. The little boy who did play Colin, this is his only ra- acting role. Oh. Like he was in a couple shorts, but he didn't do yeah. anything like hmm. really after this one. Um, Kirsten Dunst auditioned to play Mary Lennox. Oh. And the reason that they cast Maggie Smith in this movie was because they were like, the main characters in this movie are four children that no one's ever heard of. So That's we true. need like That's a good point. somebody. Mm-hmm. And she had just done Sister Act. And so she was like, America loved her. Yeah. And they were like, cool. Just throw, if we throw her on there, people are like, oh, we love Maggie Smith. Right. Yeah. Right. And she did a great job, even though she is so mean. She is mean, but she, you know, she does a good job. Yes. That's the character she's supposed to play. And she did a great job. Exactly. Kate Maberly. This was also her debut. She played Mary Lennox. Mm-hmm. She only auditioned for Mary because a netball game that she was supposed to play that day got canceled. Oh. So she was like, well, fuck, I'm not doing anything. <laughs> I guess I'll go do this. <laughs> She's eight years old. She's like, well, I get whatever. Netball, movie audition. Sure. Same shit. I'm yeah. Just, you know, whatever. Just want to do something today, you know. Yeah. I was ready to do something. So it said that her natural shyness and seriousness is what made her suit the role. Yeah. And the fact that she had no training helped her come across more naturally. So this is just this like serious little child She's, is like how yeah. she really was. Oh. She also was super interested in the cameras. Oh. And she followed, like, the filmographer around all the time. Yeah. And was like, what's that? What's going on? What are you doing? What oh. are you doing with that? And so Roger Deakins taught her how to load and operate the camera. Oh. And let her, like, check things when the shot was done. Yeah. To, like, make sure it was good. That's sweet. Which is just so cute. Yeah. So that made me really happy. She went on to do any like behind the scenes movie stuff. Oh, that's a good question. Because she was so interested in it. Yeah. Well, I've never heard of her before. But oh, she's very pretty. Now as an adult, let's see. Let's see what she's doing. She did go on to play Wendy in Finding Neverland, which is cute. Oh yeah. Um. 
And she's got a couple of directing credits, a couple of writing credits. She's coming out with a movie called The Forests of Hands and Teeth. Ew. It's in pre-production right Gross. now. That she wrote and produced and directed. Dang. So that should be interesting. She's busy. But yeah. I liked it. Me too. A whole lot. Yeah. I liked and it a it lot. it made me very happy. And I think it was a really good way to wrap up and end March Sadness. Yeah. And enter into spring because of all the things. March happiness. Growing. I mean, April happiness. Yeah. March sadness brings. April happiness. <laughs> <laughs> all the tears that we've cried will water the plants. Exactly. So how do you feel about this month? This um, March? I feel good about it. Yeah. I feel like I cried more last March. Definitely. We picked sadder movies last March, but mm-hmm. these were all really good movies. I re- yeah. yeah. I had a really good time. Yeah. I mean, Old Yeller was weird. Yeah. Just because it was set so far back. Yeah. But it was a good movie. Mm-hmm. I liked uh, Arliss. He was my favorite. <laughs> but I also liked, and I've talked about it a few times with other people, just the like healthy masculinity that's in that movie. Yes. It was like a really good, I really liked that. I know, which is so, I mean, we talked about it, but like for 1955, it's just like, what? Yeah. Did you hear about that guy? I know you did. They talked about it on Side Stories. Um, who was like smuggling lizards in his pants? Yeah, and I was like, oh, Arliss coats. Uh huh. Yeah, I thought that too. <laughs> I was like, classic. <laughs> because they were horned toads. Yep. Yeah, like fifty and a couple of, of snakes. Them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, Arliss. Arliss. What are you doing, Arliss? Yeah. And then what did we watch after that? Uh, Watership Down, uh-huh. which was really good, so good. And then Grave of the Fireflies, mm-hmm. and now this one. Interesting too that. Two of the movies were like not really released in the United States mm-hmm. at all, like on their initial run yeah, through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's kind of cool to other branch people out. can be sad too. <laughs> Me, which don't be so ethnocentric. I'm with your emotions. Sorry. <laughs> no, I I do think that's interesting. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and I loved. I don't know which one was your favorite. Uh, I was just gonna ask you the same thing. Um. <sighs> I don't know. I think it's between Watership Down and A Secret. I think A Secret Garden is my favorite. Yeah. Just um, The Secret Garden. Just there's a lot of nostalgia there for me. And I mean, all the plants. It's just so like beautiful to look at. Yeah. And it's, you know, super hopeful at the end. So probably that one. But Watership Down was really good. Yeah. I think I would pick Watership Down just because there's so many elements of it that I really enjoyed yeah you know it's really tense Mm -hmm. which i like that in a movie Mm -hmm. i love the creation myth at the beginning yes i love the way it was animated you know their own secret little language that they had and also the uh comedic relief of what's his name kihar yeah i said kilar i think maybe at some point in the episode and i was like that's a star trek character (laughs) uh but yeah you would say that i know yeah no he's just so funny perfect blend and he's so funny in a movie that's so serious, and I yeah. just love that. Yeah, but it fits really well. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. Yeah, I mean that one was. I mean, I'm they glad were all really good. We didn't accidentally pick a movie that wasn't truly sad this year, like we yeah. did last year. Yeah, because we tried. We were going to do Iron Giant last March Sadness, and mm-hmm. then we watched it, and we were both like, "This isn't sad." I know. <laughs> I know. I, had to, I should find the messages. Where I was like, "We have a problem." <laughs> that movie didn't make me cry. No. <laughs> It wasn't even sad, really. No. It was fine. It was good. It was a good movie. Yeah. Well, we get it. Yeah. It was, it was fine. Yeah. But, but yeah. Um, yeah. No, definitely a good. There weren't any of them 
that I didn't like, although I don't think there were any that I didn't like last year either. What did we do last year? Homeward Bound, Fox and the Hound, Land Before Time, and A Little Princess. Yeah, A Little Princess. Oh. Yeah. Um, yeah, all good. All eight of them. Solid choices. Yeah. Top eight sad movies. What? We had a dog done. movie both times. Yeah. <laughs> we had a Francis Hodgson Burnett movie both times. Yeah. Um, we had an animated movie about animals, mm-hmm. dinosaurs, rabbits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Having to up and move because things are bad. Yeah, up and went. Shit. Mm-hmm. It's a theme. How interesting. Que interesante. Fox and the Hound is nothing like Grave of the Fireflies. <laughs> <laughs> and thank God for that. Yes. <laughs> Although, it is about parents dying. Hmm. Shit. It is about, I mean, I bet they felt like that was their World War II. That yeah. fight with the bear. You know? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> there were some caves. Fox and the Hound. <laughs> Just like in Grave of the Fireflies. There were some caves. <sighs> anyway, yeah, it's fun. Uh, if you, if y'all who are listening have any fun ideas for like a monthly theme we should do, we're yeah. all ears. Let us know. We like Absolutely. to do little themes. Not every month, but you know. Just sometimes fun it's to fun the movies together you know we've done a robin williams month we did uh-huh. a giant animals month we uh-huh. always do march sadness yeah 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 if y'all have any ideas let us know yeah and if you want to let us know those ideas you can find us on the internet oh yeah where um on instagram replay rewind podcast on twitter replay rewind pod where you can email us at replay rewind podcast at gmail.com yeah did I tell you uh, Hot Toast followed the Tumblr the other day? No. I was like, no, it's, there's nothing here. <laughs> thank you go. for your support. But thank you. Miss Toes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Miss Toes. Yeah, if you want to hear all of our other episodes, you can check them out on Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. We just claimed the show on Reason, I think it was. There's sure. a couple other. If you have a preferred like podcatcher or you know app or whatever you want to use, let us know and we'll. Yep. It's usually pretty easy to get on there. We can definitely do that for you. Yeah. If you want bonus material, which you know that you do, <laughs> you can go either to our coffee page or our Patreon. There's a link in the Instagram bio that'll take you to all those places. Yep. Um, we and do... also our Redbubble that has our yeah. little merch items on there. Yeah. Which is truly the reason that designs. we started this podcast is because Meat Wedge likes to make little. It's true. Things. I like to draw goofy shit. Yeah. Got lots of goofy shit. <laughs> Get you some goofy shit. Get you some goofy shit. If you sign up for the Patreon, we will send you a sticker. We'll shout your name out on the show. It's a good time. We put out a bonus episode every Tuesday, most of the time. <laughs> What's a Tuesday? <laughs> <laughs> time is fake. Um. All right. March is over. The sadness is done. What are we talking about next week? Bucket snake. My computer just went to sleep and won't come back <laughs> Like, as you said that. (laughs) Hello? Oh, you know what? I'll just read it. The IMDb says... Oh. Oh, are you taking my job now? Oh, well, your computer died. I'm just trying to help you out. That's fine. (laughs) A troubled kid inadvertently releases a genie who must grant him any three wishes he requests. That's fucking how genies work, dude. Like, that's not news. Yeah. He releases a genie, and the genie is a genie. Wow. (laughs) Genie be genie-in. Weird. (laughs) Well, that's what we're talking about next week, so... Get your lamps rubbed. (laughs) (laughs) Rubbed and ready. Oh, my God. Uh, Yeah. And in the meantime, stay fresh. Cheese bags. And uh, don't forget to reduce, reuse, recycle, replay, rewind, and replant that garden. Yeah. (laughs) 
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.